Already ranked. Already ranked. Come here. It's only the first show. Only episode one. What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is. Preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? I'm telling you, are you shameless? Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. I will never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Welcome to the dive bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, episode one again. This is our double header, double feature, motion picture feature show. What? What? It's Rocky Horror Picture Show thing. Do it on Rocky Horror. Guys, welcome to episode one of the dive bar. I am at Ref Marsh. With me today on Thursday Night Chaser to drink away. All things AEW and NXT is the other, my other cohort, Miss Amanda Jane. Say hello. Hello. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a drinking evening. I'm surprised you're coherent right now, Marsha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, two sheets to the wind when we started just doing the first show. So we'll see how much more I can sheets myself. Oh no, don't bring it. Don't do what I think you might do. What? I'm just having a drink. Take a whip. Just having a drink. Drink a drink. One of them nights. <laughs> One of them nights. And with us tonight, because it's been such a fun week of wrestling, he just wanted to get in on the action. We got just in time here through the saloon doors at the Wrestling Lorex Dive Bar. Bartender! Bartender! Where's my drink? Been sitting here for a while now. Yeah. Please, please. <laughs> Justin, we'll start with you. What are you drinking, man? What's in the like, That man is only drinking water. Yes, we've got he can wait. aqua terracotta <laughs> tonight just because it's been a hot freaking day today. It was like 90-something, felt like 100-plus. Like, fuck that. So Damn, dude. we're down. Have you found... Uh, the Mountain Dew, hard Mountain Dew seltzer things yet? I don't think they have them by me. That's what's shitty. I definitely have not seen them except for the advertisements for them. So I get pretty upset. Yeah. Amanda, have you seen them at all? Nope. Mm-mm. No. All right. It's I'm like have... I never saw the Sonic ones, the slush ones. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest. The Sonic ones were uh, underwhelming. Not that good. No, They're not sorry. as good as the Sonic yeah. drink. It's better to get Sonic drink and put a little bit of rum in it or a vodka than it is just to get the thing. Kraken is good. I want to try those Kraken cans I was showing you. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Pre-mixed Kraken? Kraken? Yeah, what's yeah. the crack? Yep. Yep, that's the crack. Yep, yep. Amanda, what are you drinking? What do you got there? You got your well, water bottle? Well, I have to be hydrated. Bottle. Yep, I got my little water bottle, but there's iced tea in it. I have to keep hydrated. And then I have regular Coke. Because I'm gonna eat grown up popsicles in a little bit. Very good. Hey, Very good. the margarita flavored ones, the cut water. Let's go. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Those are really good. Um, I have. Um, I'm finishing up my pina colada from earlier. 
and then I'm going mm. to Red Wine from there. It's going to be a fucking killer night. Oh, that's from, from from vodka pina coladas to red wine. I'm classy. Nice. Oh, speaking of red wine, or kind of red wine, yeah. I saw somebody post on Twitter that they saw Boone's Farm at Ranch 99, the Asian grocery store. So, if this is true, I'm going to have to go do some investigation instead of picking maybe soju instead. Some really nice flavors of soju cocktail. We're going to have to get Boone's Farm. And I'm excited about this prospect. We've talked about it. And I said, I'll get some. I'll drink a whole bottle on one episode just because. Have you been that hard pressed trying to find Boone's Farm? I feel like I could get Boone's Farm yeah, right now that... if I need it. No, you could not find Boone's. I couldn't find Boone's Farm here at all. Los Angeles couldn't find Boone's Farm there. Couldn't find Boone's Farm anywhere. I don't know. And the, the places I thought I could find Boone's Farm, I could not find it. Like, I went to Walmart. Uh, Target's too classy to carry Boone's Farm, apparently, because the guy laughed at me. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, nothing wrong with Boone's Farm, you know? I'm going in um, for Boone's Farm. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> Strawberry Hill. I'm not getting those other ones because apparently my friend has pictured that the blue Hawaiian they had strawberry daiquiri because back in the day, oh, and they had that berry one, but it was all about Strawberry Hill. Okay, so mm, that was a good one actually. That the original good. wine cooler for y'all who don't know. If you never had Bo Boone's Farm, you just do not know. Okay, you do not know. I know it's good stuff. Good. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with birthdays. I don't have much for news, to be honest, as, as pertains to AEW. There's all that Werner Brothers media stuff that kind of came out uh, over the past week or so that a lot of the news sites are rumblings about, but I think that it's a much ado about nothing at this moment. So I don't have a lot to dig Probably. in on them. Uh, but so, yeah, hit me with your birthdays, and then uh, if you yeah. find any news, let me know. There's some cool ones. There's a lot of AEW folk having their birthdays uh, this week. So, happy birthday, Frankie Kazarian. SCU. Oh, that's and cool. American Rebel. Out there. The cigars. Yeah. Um, they have a Habano the, now the that cigars. I'm dying to try. I really like their that yeah. line. I've tried to convince... Yeah. I work uh, one day a week at a cigar shop, and I've tried to convince the owner to bring in the, that line. Uh, it just isn't mm -hmm. distributed on the same level that he would need it to be. So, I'm like, fuck. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I don't know who likes Tony Nese, but you know what? He's having a birthday, so happy birthday, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Just don't get punched by like rappers that I have no idea who who they are. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who that dude was who punched him. I, I don't know. I'm just that hip. Uh, Marty Bell, she's having a birthday. Oh, along with cool. uh, Sable. Sweet. Sable's Ooh. having a birthday. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, Zach Gibson. Silas Young, last little man. I wish he'd come back to Ring of Honor. That that that's one I think that since mm -hmm. Tony was bringing some back, I think that it, it would be really good to have him back. You don't need to have you know like I, as much as I like the bouncers, you don't really need them. But Silas Young was, is one that I'm like that's a that's a true Ring of Honor miss. I think um, mm -hmm. Alexa Bliss, she's having oh, a birthday. Uh oh, oh God, hold on. Obviously, somebody here thinks I'm talking about her, so I am not. Uh, okay. 
matter of your order. But some of them being And her, Alexa Bliss's husband, uh, Ryan Cabrera, his birthday was only like a week ago. And so mm-hmm. their birthday's being so close and they've only been married a couple months. That's like a busy yeah. fucking few months yeah. for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, one person, I don't know. I still I still call him Stu Bennett because I think it's more distinguished. But happy birthday, Wade Barrett. Hey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yep, his uh, stylings on the the mic, kind of loving it. Then mm-hmm. uh, who else has a birthday? Oh, a lot of people I don't know who they are. There are a lot of Japanese wrestlers who looks like they aren't even alive. So happy birthday from beyond. Um, yes. And uh, tugboats having a birthday. So choo-choo. Uh, um, that's cool. birthday, Savio Vega. And Congo Kong. So Ooh. happy birthday! Oh, and Scott Demore. Scott Demore, happy birthday, Mister uh, Impact. Yep. 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 Those are our birthdays. Fantastic. If Fantastic. you have a birthday and we missed you, so so sorry. You must not be famous enough to be on a Google sheet. That uh, some of them are there. just so new. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I send you the ones that I see when I can, because it's like mm-hmm. some of them are just like, like when Zia Lee's birthday was. She's only been around a short period of time, so she doesn't end up on some of those older websites, you know? Well, they had on there people like, who was it? Someone I did not expect that was on NXT, but then they don't have Sandra Rosa. Mm-hmm. That's what, what I mean. Some fuck? of the, if, if you've yeah. been wrestling at all in like the last six years, you're not on a lot of this stuff. No. Yeah. But for a spoiler for next week, for example, um, Alba Fire was oh, wow. listed as Alba Fire on her birthday for next oh. week. So, you know, weird. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Don't know what to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton for news. We could talk a little bit about it. Uh, Ric Flair had his last match. Did you uh, watch mm-hmm. any of Ric Flair's last match? No. Nope. No saw... desire to. Yeah. There was nothing I saw that made me sit there and say, I got to watch the entirety of this thing. Everything I saw just looked like he might as well be doing it in his backyard. It was just a thing for him and his friends, and that's fine. And it was cool. I did think, and I yeah. shouted out on the last one. I'll just say it briefly here um, in case people listen to them separately. Sam Roberts had a really good perspective on Ric Flair's last match and how it it um, is more of an ode to the guy and a, a less of a retirement match or character driven. It's more of a uh, you know just a, a nod and a celebration. And so, yeah, for all those reasons, very cool. He made it through, uh, but you know, this was what it was. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing much else on the thing. Yeah, that was. That was kind of the big, not WWE stuff. There was just a ton of WWE stuff that happened this weekend, obviously with SummerSlam being what it was. Um, Mm -hmm. And we just talked about that. So if you guys want to hear about that, pick up the episode to come out right before this SummerSlammed. Uh, But yeah. Uh, Anything news-wise that you know about what's going on? You want to hit about it or no? Um, The only thing was that announcement that AEW had, because obviously, you know, Got to compete with with Triple H and Stephanie now, so you know I had to tell everybody about, you know, who's gotten these creative roles backstage. Oh, Very interesting about Madison Rain. Oh, yeah, yeah, Madison Rain was an interesting one. 
a lot of people um, really are kind of, they don't think that was a very good choice. Um, I'm like, you know, honestly, you got to think of it this way. How soon we forget that she was one of the four women who was in that four way at um, All In. She was the one that everyone's kind of like, why is she in here? But, you know, I mean, she's been around and a lot of women do look up to her and, you know, she's got definitely a lot of years of experience. Um, I'm really surprised that Serena Deeb really didn't get any more push or whatnot because obviously, you know, she's been training a lot of the women too. So this just makes me wonder, is Kenny Omega done? I wonder also, not to be doom and gloom, but the idea that they brought someone in, because I believe she was with Impact, right? Yeah. To bring someone in instead of bringing someone up makes me wonder Mm -hmm. if people like Serena didn't want to be a part of that kind of thing. I wonder if the infrastructure is such that people were Mm -hmm. turning it down and they had to bring someone in, you know, like, because if you already have people who are training and hands-on like Serena Deeb and Dustin and Kenny Omega, what's the need for, you know what I mean? That's a little mm-hmm. weird. Well, interesting. Mm-hmm. Be curious. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Um, I'm not familiar I do with her like work. That... I'm just familiar with her name. So I don't also want to talk out of yeah. too much. No, she's, she had a long storied career, you know, with impact. So again, you know, she was wrestling during those years, you know, the Gail Kim years. And I mean, mm-hmm. Gail Kim is, phenomenal i mean you know i always think about her wwe run and i'm like damn they fucked up that one because gail is just like amazing i've always thought gail is amazing i Um, love her finale in wwe though i've seen that a bunch of times you've seen how she left the company right Mm -hmm. that battle royal she just rolls out and walks off (laughs) (laughs) like i'm out yeah she's just part way through yep yeah that's enough of that Fuck it. Yep. And just... I'm going home. Yep. Yeah. I'm gone. Going home. I have a good husband, you, you know. I'm going home. <laughs> but it was really cool, cool to see uh, Sanjay Dutt getting a little bit more uh, uh, backstage duties, so to speak. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, how the fuck did Sanjay Dutt, you know, I said, Sanjay Dutt, no matter where he's been, whether it's been Ring of Honor, obviously WWE, and whatnot, he's always had some kind of hand in being in the back. Impact as well. I mean, a lot of, any of these companies have gone to India because Sanjay helped them out with that one. Um, so a lot of big things. And, you know, some people might not think, you know, he's like really, you know, you don't really, I don't really, I won't say, I love Sanjay. So, you know, dear, dearly, like, he's not always going to be the best wrestler but dude he's one of these kind of people if you've ever talked to him that he's got a really great sharp mind and mm. it's really cool to talk to him he's like one of my favorites just because he's really good people and man he's just solid solid just like knowledge and you know he's one of these ones like if you come with a storyline that's kind of bunk he'll actually try to help you work it out to where it makes a little bit more sense or it's more feasible to do mm-hmm. so really liking that um but it just makes me wonder though is tony getting a lot of flack for being totally in control 
And by putting some of these, giving some of these people power, is that his answer to it? It could be. I mean, I do think that that's a pretty common criticism that we hear and see the amount of people asking Tony to look for more help. You know, go find this person. Why isn't this person helping? Or the amount of people that even become free agents where where the narrative suddenly becomes they would make a great addition backstage to help push this or to be a creative mind, this and that. And it always kind of falls down to at the end of the day, it's a... a it's still a, a audience of one, right? Like that was the criticism of Vince all the time. It was an audience of one, except I would go so far as to say is Vince may be making a show where the writers and producers felt like it was an audience of one, but realistically he still was trying to put on a show that was going to appeal to many. And I do think that there's a disconnect with Tony where he truly feels like if I like it, everyone else will like it. And he doesn't have the the filter of other people like other things. And I only say that because, uh, what was it, the week before last? Or was it last week where it was Jericho versus Kingston? Kev. Uh, yeah. Kev was uh, putting on AEW because it was on and he thought he would watch it. His kids love wrestling. They watch wrestling with him all the time. He put it on and there's Eddie Kingston against Jericho. His his youngest kid got scared because they said it was a death match and he thought someone had to die to win the match. And his other kid, who was a little bit older, looked at him and said, "They're bleeding so much. I don't want to. I don't want to watch this." And made him turn it off. Like he couldn't watch it with his kids. And that's fine. It's not for kids, right? And everyone says, "Hey, this is once for adults." Except for. That match had a ton of criticism behind it. Majority of fans that I saw and talked to and heard from did not enjoy that match. They didn't like much of it, if any, not the finish, not the story, not the the execution. Like, who was that match for? It alienated your fans and potential fans. Like, that truly is audience of one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just something to think about i suppose or not whatever or just something something to have a drink well all i I know is this is that now eddie's getting fed to sammy guevara oh great another Mm. chance to make eddie look like a bitch yet again boy can't take this anymore eddie kingston man i mean it's like he's like the lovable loser now I mean, no, yeah. I, I'll say this to King's face. It's like, dude, they made you a fucking bitch. It's hard to watch. I can't watch it. It is sad. Yeah. I have that much respect for Eddie Kingston. It's like, I can't watch it. Yeah. I know. I start to feel bad when I see him now. He says things and I just feel bad. Because I just feel like, well, you're full of shit, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, but I know he's not. Like, I know he's legit as fuck. But the way it's booked is like, well, you'll never be able to do that you uh you won't you know yeah so yeah it sucks yeah it's real sad and then pat buck obviously got a nice little promotion um i mean i don't with pat buck i'm like i don't know if it's just because a lot like with pat buck i mean he was doing you know a lot of stuff with wwe and that's why he wants 
wanted him to like you know give him the position that he did i don't know it's weird yeah. it's just really weird yeah yeah just very very weird to me but it is what it is so no no we'll see yeah yeah just that um, but congrats people did yeah I was I was I thought it was uh, interesting that QT stayed high on that list of stuff too because I thought that yeah with all the other people I, but I think it's a loyalty thing and a friend thing yeah it feels like. well with QT though you know I mean he's helped so many of those people that are on the roster currently now that mm -hmm. aren't getting used mm -hmm. that you would think that you know he has a lot of he does have a lot of influence and I think that. You know, as much as, you know, people don't want to, you know, admit it, it's like, you know, he still brings that spirit that kind of Cody has, was bringing in, you mm -hmm. know, and, you know, if he wants to, and I'm sure he's still representing that very well, because there's people like Destin, who, you know, I'll, I'll mentor people, but, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to involve myself. You know Nightmare I mean? Factory is done, right? We haven't seen Nightmare Factory at all. Do they call themselves the Factory or anything, or are they just done, done? They're still the Factory. It's normally just Aaron Solo and uh, QT, but yeah. and Nick Camaroto every once in a while. But I don't. But it's mostly Aaron Solo. Okay. And was that must be on Dark or something? Because I don't see him on. Yeah. I've seen him on Dynamite or anything. Dark Elevation. Me too, though. Like, oh, he's Justin? just not. A go go is like still there, but he's like very frequent. They're mm -hmm. mm. disappointed in a go go, apparently. Who is? No. Just backstage. Mm. I don't think Tony. I don't think uh, a go go turned out the way Tony was hoping it would go. Wow. But then again, you know, the guy broke. Didn't he break his hand in the one the, that match with Cody? Yeah, and he's like blind he to one on eye already just to start. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Hmm. But he, um, he was good on commentary. I'll say that. But then again, I am suck, a sucker for a British accent doing commentary. So you know. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, any other news you want to talk some uh, some AEW? Okay. When did okay? Speaking of AEW, just to get it out here. When did Aubrey Edwards get a lot of power, and why? Well, about a month or so ago, I read about the the copyright stuff. She's got office jobs. I mean, well, because she's not just a ref; she was like the head of their uh, gaming stuff, the video games, um, because that's her actual background. Before she was in, or before yeah. she was with AEW, she was a. Uh, um, like a program director and it had to do with video games and it was kind of like orchestrating like uh, the project management side of things. So they put her in charge of that. And then at some point she got in charge of their social media, um, big brother system, this, you know, trying to find people who are showing their stuff. And, uh, well, if you talk negatively about it, they'll try and pull it. Sometimes if she can't tell if it's negative or positive, she'll have it pulled. But, um, yeah, I mean, her alias is, is Don Stevens, but that, I thought that had come out like a month ago. I just didn't think much of it other than... No, I think people brought it up again, and I didn't know that. And I was just kind of like, mm. and my thing is, it's like, 
you've got a lot of power for someone who, um, I mean, I talk bad about all, I'm surprised I've never had been, had anything that I said or whatever told to be taken down. And I, that shocks me. Well, most we don't have any of their stuff. Uh, what was, I was that? Saying, yeah, most of it gets, yeah, most of it gets taken down is people using like video clips and stuff. So, yeah, yeah but yeah, also, we share clips. yeah, but they're also saying too that sh the any criticism they have of her, they noticed that people were asked to either got suspended on Twitter or things like that. And I'm like, but really? Typically, it's 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 paired with photos of her or video clips of her, and then with criticisms on top of it, where people put the same exact clip and say, "Oh my god, I love her." It's gonna stay. But if someone says, "Look at this yeah, ridiculous shit," I can't handle it. Uh, then it's got to go. You know, like I just think of it more or less as that she's just kind of an an office mark, and Tony wants to keep people in power that he can control and that will. Uh, um, yes to his every whimsy and and i think that that's what she's been since the get-go she refereed for what two years beforehand uh, taught herself with some dude who watched on on youtube and watched wwe and said i could pretend to do the same thing and yeah this no guy who is training. a was a sexual predator and a rapist yeah that High guy yep yep yeah that's who the she guy. also yep who she also her and her husband, they did threesome. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm I know oh, too much. Oh, but, oh, too much. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, DCMA, DCMA, me that bitch. Come on. Yeah, I'm not talking <laughs> truth. I'm talk, not talking shit. I'm talking truth. Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> but it's more of a thing of like, dude, like that's a that's a lot of power for somebody that. You know, I'm sure Paul Turner doesn't have that kind of power. Needs no, but someone's got to do it. Someone's going to do it. And no, she's but... been buddy-buddy and shoulders-to-shoulder shoulder with Tony the whole time. Why, why wouldn't she? Sucking the dick, probably. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, did I say that? Maybe. But. If it wasn't her, it'd be someone else. Like, I don't. I mean, that's why well, I've not been bothered not, by it. Because not... it's just been like, okay. But you would think that it wouldn't be someone who's an on-air talent, quote-unquote. Every okay, single person like in the back is an on-air talent. No, not everybody. Yep. No. Who do they have back there besides medical? Who the fuck is back there that's not on air? Pat Buck's not on air. Pat Buck has not been on air yet. Yeah. No. But it was once. Mm -mm. I mean, no. I don't count pull parts, but still, like. I mean, QT's yeah. on air. Tony Khan's on air. Like, Tony Khan lives for being on air. Yeah, he lives for talking after the his like media things. But I mean, yeah. honestly, like I think all the EVPs that's where clearly he on gets... air. Was it Nakazawa? Was it a backstage guy? He's on air. Brandon Cutler. Not as much anymore. Cutler, because well, they don't so... use them very well or very often, doesn't mean that they're yeah. not on air talent. No. You know. Okay, Cutler is because he's friend of Young Bucks. All of them are there because they're friends with someone. Yeah. No, there's a lot of people there who are not friends with anybody. <laughs> now. <laughs> not at the time. That's not how they got in the door. I'll tell you that. Well, there's some people that shouldn't have gotten in the door, and they're supposedly friends with people, but, you know, whatever. As long it's as problematic. Tony, as long as you pat Tony on the head and say, good boy. 
Yep. No. CM Punk doesn't do that. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, I, I was about to say. Have you seen the media scrums? He just sits there and, like, whispers in Tony's though. ear. And he'll just, like, touch his lips like... to his ear a little bit and says, oh, you just... I just... I love... Uh, you're the only thing I love more than wrestling, Tony. That's what he says. That's a lie. He loves his dog more. He does love that dog. He loves his dog, that ugly dog more than he probably loves his wife. Let's go there. Let's say he must. Tony, Tony better be careful, though. Yeah, Tony yeah. better be careful, though. If you cross punk, he'll sue you. Yeah. No, for sure. God forbid but you he's, try to sue him. He was there at one of the scrums, like crying, saying, I'm so glad Tony got it because Tony will treat everything right about Ring of Honor. What? He was crying he about Tony. Yes, he That's cried bullshit. so much, dude. That's what he does. That's crocodile. That's crocodile tears. You have to show me this so I can laugh. I need a good laugh. I'll go. I'll find him for you so you can laugh at him. He cries all the time God. on those media scrums and talks about how Tony is everything. Tony's Jesus to to CM Punk. It's crazy. Wow. Uh, yeah. So he's that's why they're so close is because CM Punk gives Tony all the validation he'll ever need. But and that's why uh, Tony was quick to kick Coke Cabana to the curb. Exactly why. <laughs> that's exactly why I think that Colt is on ROH and AEWs because. His validation was coming from a certain source. Uh, anything uh, otherwise news-wise, or you want to talk Rampage? No. Keep moving. There's only one thing I saw happen on Rampage that I thought was at all notable in any sense. Uh, Stokely Hathaway seems to be starting to headhunt as a manager, trying to build what appears to be a stable uh, apart from Jade Cargill. He gave uh, Lee Moriarty his card. Uh, not to spoiler dynamite, but he approached Ethan Page, so it appears that Hathley Stokeaway, Stokely Hathaway, is uh, uh, building a faction of sorts, which is interesting because he's been right now just he's been he's been Jade's bitch lately, so interesting that he's going to take this position. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Yeah. I'm was hoping that he would be one of the he would be the one to wrangle maybe mjf back in because they had the some of the greatest work the two of those guys did together at evolve so i was hoping but that wouldn't be a total shock and i'll say he posted a picture that was like a rectangle and like two spots were lee and and ethan and then there was like what appeared to be of if you were to you know take equal size of those pictures like three more to come uh, I think using MJF would be great because, bottom line, heat or not, Lee Moriarty and Ethan Page are fucking losers uh, as far as they're booked. They don't win matches. They're not presented good. They're not presented as stars. They are throwaway jobbers who have a shitload of potential. So I think that adding someone like an MJF to give an immediate star power to this faction and a learning tree to actually learn under... There's only so much that Stokely's going to be able to teach these dudes, right? Like, they need a, a leader leader and not just a mouthpiece. So I think MJF would actually be awesome. Yeah. Problem with Ethan Page is that Tony should have fucking signed Josh Alexander. That's all I know. I'm just going to well, say that right there. Yeah. I would have loved to see the North versus FTR, you know? I mean, oh. I love the North. You know, come on. I mean, that right there. I mean, that, that right there. I mean... 
because he obviously when he paired him with Scorpio Sky and this whole Dan Lambert thing, I wish we could take back. There's certain things I would love to in AEW wish we could take back. Yeah. That was like one. I'm like, can we please yeah. take that back? Because Eden Page does not is so good. He doesn't deserve that. Scorpio Sky does not deserve that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was a total yeah. miss. Uh but I think it's cool. Stokely's doing that. Justin, any thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see who the hell he's gonna recruit. Especially if he's got Lee Moriarty. I would love to see more Lee Moriarty. Like guy's great. Yeah. I don't know why he's not mm-hmm. like even on Dynamite, it's kind of BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even Page, like if it's something for Ethan Page at this point, I'm all in for it. Like Stokely's great, so Whoever the hell he's going to recruit next, keep it going. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Here's dudes who should be getting wins and looking strong, and they look like idiots all the time. Every time I see they're in a match, I go, oh, I don't need to watch that because I don't need to see them lose, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think it'd be really nice to get them to a level of, of where you think that they might have a chance. If you had your yeah. perfect three to add to this group, who would you add? Hmm. So I think there's going to be three in it. There's going to be three more, I think. I think the MJF's a really good one because I think that you could always play the angle that Stokely is the mediary between him and Tony, that Stokely got MJF what he wanted on his contract. You could always push that narrative, make him yeah. seem like a more viable and important manager than just somebody who walks out there from time to time, as most of the managers seem to be. Most of the managers don't even get involved in their in their – quote clients matches there so it'd be nice to be like oh stokely got me what i wanted not only do i get my pay raise but i'm getting a title shot xyz when you know um i don't know why mm -hmm. but i feel like because they're kind of dead anyway is if you really decimated the dark order yes and you had him either get his hands on like um preston vance yeah. You know, I think that might be good. That could be good. That'd be ask a good him one. and do that. Because I think that, that he, he needs that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, even yeah. if he picked up Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that. Nope. Mm Yeah. Nope. All right. But you know what I need to see more of? Uh, Every <laughs> week, I don't know why they're so growing on me. I used to can't stand hate them. It claimed. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're really growing on me. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I saw I saw Cena posted something, and Bowens was like, "Oh my God, scissor me, Daddy Cena," and I'm like, "Yeah." Oh my God, why do I need that? I yeah. know, right? Because I think that it was a picture of of. Like, it was just a picture with no caption of Max Caster. Like, he's aware of him doing the rapping gimmick kind of a concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yep. yeah. 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 The Doctor of Thugonomics and Max Caster. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? I wish Max Caster would just make music also. Just drop an album already. I'd yeah. buy I'm that surprised he hasn't yet. They made that I'm one album yet. for Black History Month, remember? I think he was on there, wasn't he? Yes, Once but I need a whole album of his own, yeah. like of his own music. I want that. I would buy that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
was there anything else on Rampage that you want to talk about? Or do you want to talk Dynamite? Mm -hmm. Dynamite. 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 Uh, I'll be honest. I uh, saw that they were opening a show with Orange Cassidy and Jay Lethal. So I went ahead and warmed up my snacks, got my drinks, went to the bathroom, came back, sat down, and then fast forwarded till the end. Um, just no interest at all. Like I tried to watch a couple minutes and I just don't find Orange Cassidy even remotely entertaining personally. But I mean, I, I get that people like him and I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I just would rather not waste my personal time if I've never liked it. So uh, you guys tell me, was this a... No importantly and competitive and i think jay lethal won so no but if you know some of like the best friends or cassidy chuck taylor kind of gimmicky shit yeah we saw the tall man what's that Spanish. Specific it was like either Chuck hit? Taylor was someone else. Like he was on someone's shoulders, hmm. and they were a man. But this time it was um, it was Trent. Hmm. I mean, goddamn, just bring the Swamp Monster out, okay? Yeah, I'd rather see the Swamp Monster. But <laughs> getting to Chikara E over here, so you know, <laughs> that's the greatest hits of Chikara. So, but most people don't know what that is. So, I don't even think Tony knows what that is. So. Ever. But I thought that was weird. Fair but it was to combat the big tall Indian guy. So it was again. weird. It didn't feel like it was even necessary. Like they just come out, stand, like sitting on top of each other's shoulders, and that was it. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did they do anything with it. And then here was me. Oh, it's tall man. Nobody knows who that is, okay. except for certain people. Like I'm like, okay, ha ha, pop me for two seconds. I'm done. Although I will say that the um the tie dyed little suits, well it's a little it's a little much for the TV. A little much. I'm like oh. I yeah. The no suit, the tie dye thing I, I don't like at all to the point where it's already like I'm not even gonna listen to them. I, they just look stupid. Yeah, it's just it's weird now. Like they're all just tie dyed like matching like jumpsuits and it's just weird stupid yeah. yeah and then i noticed orange cassidy is now using jane so i guess yes. tony you shelled the money out to... yeah, for the jefferson airplane song mm -hmm. i like that song though i like that one better than freaking the other song i don't know why yeah it definitely i think fits them better just in the idea mm -hmm. that i like the other song so much i didn't want it ruined this is a song I don't care about, so it's fine. But I also think that, like, they try to do too much stuff that's on the nose, and the where is my mind was trying to be super on the nose. Like, wouldn't it be funny? Because, like, you don't know what he's thinking about. And you're like, fucking come on. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Mm. It feels like 90% of AEW booking is, wouldn't it be funny? And you're like, it's not funny, what you're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah. Uh was the match good? Did, was... Like... No. <laughs> it was all it was alright. It just wasn't that interesting. Like I think you kinda knew Jay Lethal was gonna win it. Like it was just giving Jay Lethal more momentum and all this stuff like that. Like mm 
Orange Cassidy's just on a losing streak right now. Like the only thing I want is Wardlow beating up Satnam Singh, and that's it at this point. Didn't Lethal just lose to Yuta? Or no, that was no. Daniel Garcia lost to Yuta. He lost, he lost to Joe. And Lethal just lost to Ric Flair, right? He took yeah. the pin for the Flair yes. match. Mm-hmm. As far as I've heard, I didn't see the match, so. Huh. That's interesting. It's like they're still invested in Jay Lethal. So and Daniel Garcia taps out Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Garcia loses to Yuta, and Yuta taps out to Jericho. Are we building towards Jericho versus Daniel Bryan? Probably. No, we're, we're building to um, uh, Lionheart versus Mox. Because Mox wanted that. I hate no. these fuckers. You want something and you get it. No one wanted it. What they wanted is they're going to release on the next set a Lionheart uh, Jericho action figure. And they want people who haven't seen that because it was so ridiculously long ago. And so under the radar and not important because that was like the beginning of his career and not the highlight of it. That they want people who didn't know about it at all. To see that, then see the toy and go, oh, I should buy that toy because it's like that Jericho. It's stupid. How about it's just stupid. do their research and go on the network and watch it? Just find it on the network. <laughs> no, you got to remember, AEW fans don't like to have anything to do with WWE. You got to remember that. Oh, too bad for them then. Although, I know. WWE does stuff to sell toys too. When Braun Strowman broke that red car that this Saturday Night Live guys gave him, for three months they had been trying to sell a Braun Strowman smash attack toy that came with a red car that broke to pieces. Then they made the fucking segment for it. You know, after the SummerSlam match, we're going to get Brock Lesnar with a tractor, and it's going to be sick. So I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it's the worst idea to do things to sell a toy. But oh, to try to sell so a toy good. of an early part of your career in which you were not very good. <laughs> yeah. God, that'd be Let so me good. tell you, I'm buying that limited edition Cameron Grimes from Ringside Collectibles when he's holding the money Got and the, the money. has the million dollar belt. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm buying that. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's good. Uh, anything and else on uh-huh. toys? People, I, okay said this in episode one they should make fashion doll ricky starks i cannot tell you how many times on instagram and twitter i've seen people put ken doll clothing on ricky starks that would have made so much money and especially with the baby face run my god we would be rich we would be so rich oh my god selling chains you know different chains pearls pearl Mm. bracelet the pearl necklace the whole thing you know different sunglasses the Gucci's. Uh, see, why am I not? Why am I not? You know, a, a consultant on this. Okay, mm-hmm. that would been great. Except they, you give us a Jericho that looks like yeah. a piece of shit that has different clothing that you change into. Nobody yeah. wants that. What yeah. fashion doll Ricky starts? Someone even put overalls on Hobbs. I thought that was kind of cool. Badass. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty. I was Hobbs thinking about. Yeah, you know his overalls That's... he was wearing. The, yeah, I was actually thinking of asking the guy who does Hobbs' overall, 
yo, if I got you a little pair, like a $10 one, could you do a little mini airbrush on it? That'd be badass. Oh, yeah. You could sell them. People would probably buy them. 30 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. Put in your little powerhouse hogs. Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything else from the opening segment? No. Can we talk about the Undisputed Elite? How stupid that is. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. Please tell too. me why I should have enjoyed it. Wait, you did, did you watch it? Yes, I watched it, and I didn't like a single second of any of it. It was phony, weird, stupid. The problem is two of them are supposedly uh, injured and not clear to wrestle, yet they had them fully wrestling and fighting in this match, which makes you look either irresponsible or you're actually being irresponsible. You know what I mean? You can't have someone come out and say, I'm not clear to wrestle and then fight. It sounds like you're putting them in a bad spot or you're actually putting them in a bad spot. The idea that like, even the fucking mentality of the character of Adam Cole, I want to win this with you guys because you're my friends. This is a power friendship story again. I want to win this with you because you're my friends. But I can't because I'm injured. So I'm going to hurt you because you shouldn't win anything without me. Like, what the fuck is that mentality? It's not logical at all. And I'm not saying all things have to be completely logical. But for him to be able to convince three other guys that that's also a good idea to be so stupid... If I'm your friend and you guys could win a thing that I want and I'm injured and can't, and I'm gonna be like, no, I'm just gonna fucking beat the shit out of you with a bat instead. How about that? Because that because we're good close friends. It made no sense to me at all. And I didn't get it, and I didn't care, and I don't like the young bucks, so watch them getting their ass kicked by two dudes who are injured, mind you. We're not cleared to wrestle, but we're going to beat the shit out of the two dudes who are cleared to wrestle. They're healthy, we're not. We're still beat the shit out of you. None of it made any sense to me. Didn't get it. I thought everyone looked like an idiot. And I was like, all right, fine. None of you should win it. You all suck. And then Hangman come out. And they said, oh, reuniting of the Hung Bucks. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Beavis and Butthead are booking this. That's all it was for. That's really all it was for. It was just to kind of get the whole, oh, Hangman's possibly coming back to the Elite. Here you go. That was all I personally like match wise, I want to see this match, even though it's easily predictable that this is going to be the finale of the trios tournament. Like, but I want to see the match. It looks awesome. It does look to me like a sandbox that potentially what we're doing here is making a trios title. So the young bucks and Kenny Omega can have matches with the undisputed and with the Dark Order with Hangman. I feel like what we've done is created three teams of three that they can just play with their friends for a long time while CM Punk owns and operates the rest of the show. No. What other three I don't, is there? Well, I don't... Okay. House of Black. I don't think... Sure. Yeah, House of Black. Yeah. And if you put... Um, 
I don't know who you'd put varsity blondes with. And then you have Death Triangle. Don't forget them. Yeah. Three. They're um, not actively together often at it all. It could have, you know, had things gone differently, it could have it could have been Team Taz. It could have been all three of those dudes. Team but Taz is gone. Officially disbanded. They're done. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, but uh, I will, or, you know, hey, if they didn't get rid of Marco's stunt, they could have had Jurassic Express with the little guy. And, sure, you're naming you know, a bunch of teams that don't exist anymore. I know. I'm saying I know. who does? <laughs> you just got to throw them together. <laughs> Make it happen. You've got the Ass Boys and the Ass Dad. There you go. Ass Boys There's and the Ass Dad could do it. Well, that's one. You probably got those stupid Everrise people with Daniel Garcia. Another stupid one. You yeah, that like team. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I wish the Acclaimed had the rest of the Shook crew with them. So that way they could just be a giant faction. Get Bobby Orlando yeah. and them in there. That would be so good. Whoever or, uh, Stokely finally puts together could be a trio. Yeah. Lee Moriarty and the Men of the Year. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think yeah. that that's going to happen six, seven months down the line. I think for the next foreseeable future, we're going to have Undisputed Elite with the Elite with the Dark Order. That's where they're going to stay in their sandbox because none of them are allowed near the tag titles or world titles anymore. Because that's what CM Punk does now, is he decides that. I almost feel like Dark Order is not even going to exist any longer. Like, I think they're doomed. They are doomed, but that doesn't mean they're not going to keep playing with it. All of them are doomed. That's the point of the sandbox. Is there's no, nothing to do with you guys anymore. Like, they're literally no. getting, getting rid of it. Like, it feels like Tony's, like, at this point where it's just like, okay, we've done enough of this. Let's get out. Let's move past this now. The only reason I'll never what together. Huh? Evil Uno is ass out. They're not gonna get rid of what? Evil Uno uh or or Stu Grayson because those are negative one's favorites. And they're gonna keep it together forever for negative one's sake. They already got rid of Stu Grayson though. Yeah, they got Wait, rid Stu of Grayson's Stu Grayson. Didn't know I'm thinking of yeah. Alan Angels? Yeah, yeah but they yeah, got rid of him and Stu. Yeah, him Alan and Stu Angels gone too. Who the fuck is left yeah. over there? You got Uno and him. Preston Ten. Colt, Ten, and Colt Evil Uno. Colt, Ten, and Uno, that's it? Oh, and, and Silver and Reds. Yeah. So they're going to keep... It's going to be Evil Uno and Evil Negative Uno. <laughs> evil Negative Uno. How do you say negative in Spanish? Oh my god! <laughs> I want a shirt now. Evil yeah. Uno and then negative one, but negative evil Uno. That's great. Yeah. Oh my god, that's, that's great. You'd be like a Muppet almost. Yes. <laughs> you know, Evil Uno sit down and you know negative. Yeah. <laughs> negative Evil Uno. <laughs> yeah. Evil Uno or whatever. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah, there we go. See, why don't we run creative, okay? We'd have some great damn shows. That'd be great. Oh, my God. People yeah, would be, who wrote this segment? We did. So now if you see the merch, you heard it here. You're very influential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll know talking to a puppet. That would just be weird. 
It wouldn't yeah. be a puppet. It'd actually be negative one. But oh, it would be like a puppet because he's small. It's so kid. He'd leave you like a, a puppet on his hand. I'd be like, that'd be. Like, what, what's up with that? No, you, no, that that's that's negative one. That's negative evil Uno. It'll be their way to compensate until Brody Jr. Until Brody Jr. gets bigger, like gets older, they'll be like, "We got a puppet of him. Is this work? Yeah, Does that work. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There's your trio. There's your trio. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're you're. I don't think Kenny though is going to be put in this picture. I think for sure. I don't think so. No. It's, no. it's Hangman, man. It's going to be hey, the Hung Ducks again. going to be fucking around with the Dark Order dudes. Oh, wait. Wait, John Silver. He's Dark Order still, right? Yep. Yeah. Johnny Hungy, yep. He's Obviously, a, Anna Jay hightailed out of that shit. She's like, bye. Yeah. She went from one kind of dying thing to one thing that needs to fucking die. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Ugh. But no, I think I don't know. I I I I'd like to see Hangman back. Just the nostalgia of shit. Because I think with Kenny and the Bucks, that shit was so obnoxious. I'd care not to see it. Although I did think that maybe Kenny was gonna come back last uh last night though. I had a feeling maybe so- he would. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna be thrown. But when Hangman thing. came out, because I think they wanted nah, to look I think important. It's, it's no, no, they have too many other important people that I think that Kenny is gonna be thrown into that mix of CM Punk and Danielson and all of that other shit. Yeah, classic mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So. But let's not forget, during those times, who did Kenny Omega tag team with a lot? Cole Cabana. Just saying. Uh, Omega and Cabana were a thing? That sounds very interesting, actually. I don't know why. But remember, this was like around, like, this is when Kenny was doing, like, DDT and shit like that, too. So remember, he was not always the cleaner. Yeah. He was not always the cleaner. Life before that. Uh-huh. What was her tag team name? Boom, 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 Omega. No, I don't know if they had a name, but they did rest tag team together a bit. Jesus. Yeah, Colts had interesting tag team partners. Besides, uh, when he was Second City Saints, he was with Steve Carino because they did that feud with um, Generico and Steen. Oh, that's oh, one that's- of those. That that. That's Ring of Honor to me. I miss El Generico. Hope he's doing well with the children. Hmm. Tijuana. <laughs> uh, was there anything about the story or the promo here that you that you liked, or did you just like it because of the idea of what the match might look like on the other side, Justin? It's just the match. Other than that, like the whole thing was just like like you said. The whole just we're not able to compete, but we'll, we're able to beat the shit out of you. Like, didn't make any ounce mm-hmm. of sense. But match wise, I know it's going to be crazy. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to the match at least. All right. All right. 
Yeah, because I'm pretty but sure that the whole page thing is just to tease that he's going to join with them, only for Kenny to show up, get in the way, and then have Hangman go back to Dark Order, and then that's the trios oh, thing that they do. They can't do that to him again. I was say, if it's, if it's Hangman, Silver, and Reynolds, if they were a tag team, I'd be fine with it. Those yeah. two are, those three are, sound great together, but mm-hmm. I think it, I think Hangman's going to end up back with the Elite now. Uh, what do you guys think of the Moxley promo? Where he was saying he didn't give a shit about beating the shit out of his own friend, and he leaves everybody in the hospital, and as long as there are teeth and blood everywhere, regardless of the fact that none of that's ever happened. His promos are all the same. Yeah. It was just uh, fine. Yeah, I mean, it felt like okay, but I just feel like that he he goes so far into the describing violence thing that it just reminds you how nonviolent it is. You know what I mean? Like, like he just goes too deep in it where he goes, "This is how I am, and this is what I do," and you just go, "It's not. No, it's not. You've never done that. Those things. Like, what do you mean? Like." Or I think if he pulled back a little bit on the hyperbole, it might come off like a little more meaningful. I know back in the day they've talked about like baby faces don't say things they can't do. That's why baby faces don't say, I'm going to kill you when I get my hands on you. They say, I'm going to break your arm or I'm going to injure you and get you out. Like it was, I'm going to punch you in the face. It was things that you could conceivably do. And the idea was building up to them actually doing it. I'm going to punch you in the mouth was enough because if he punches him in the mouth, it's a win. I'm going to kill you and send you off in a hosp- to the hospital. You're going to leave in a body bag or all things you can't do so you don't deliver to your audience. And they just think, well, he's not as tough as he said he was. And I feel like that's perpetually where John Moxley lives. Over delivery. Over promising. I fight until someone goes home to the hospital, whether it's me or them. But you don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that simple. Like, the hyperbole gone too far just reminds you that that's not what we're watching. And so, for me, it's that constant disconnect. Yeah. And I think all it would take is pulling back just a little bit. You know? I fight so hard that that someone's going to bleed. I don't care if I'm bleeding, but I'm seeing blood. And you go, oh, that's true. You do fight till there's blood. You don't stop when there's blood either. That is true. Like, you can buy into that. And you go, he is violent and crazy. But then he's like, I leave teeth out there and go to the hospital. I go, but you don't do that part. You're not Dan Housen. Yeah, you're not Dan no. Housen. Which, by the way, why they don't let Dan Housen come out there with a jar of teeth pisses me off. I'll be honest. Why Dan Housen doesn't do anything pisses me off. Well, I mean, he could do anything, and that would probably be better than the nothing he's doing. So. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'm happy he's getting paid. He's getting paid, and I like that. I do like that. He's uh, he's actually a really nice guy. Hard worker. Super humble, too. When you talk to him, he's also kind of like, this is insane. They just pay me for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was my only problem with it. Like you said, all of his promos are sounding the same, and I think he always goes too far in hyperbole. We're just kind of... It makes it land flat every time where it could be something 
it's the antithesis of what I'm trying, what he's trying to do. He's trying to get you all hyped up and go, Oh, he's fucking violent. And then you watch it and you go, wait, he cut himself to make himself bleed. And then no one left in the hospital and no one's tooth got knocked out. Like, what is he talking about? Like, at least do the Dolph Ziggler thing and go out there with gum in your mouth so when you spit it out, people think it's out of tooth. <laughs> you know? Um, Thunderstorm versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. I'll be honest. This match was not as bad as I thought it might be given all the participants involved. My only real complaint was the finish. I didn't think that Tony Storm needed to take a pin for fucking Britt Baker, but yeah. it is the we know who the Booker is. So, but apart from that, yeah. it wasn't very clunky. They seemed to all work well together. I, I liked it. I did too. I thought it was really okay. good. It was just again same thing. The finish I thought was, yeah. of course. All I all I said was, of course Britt's gonna win. Why not? You know she's been gone. Oh. Now she's gonna come back, and they're just like, oh, we gotta give Britt a win because you know. It's a golden goose. Like, fuck out of here with that nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know if I'm super into these women having these consistent tag matches where they're getting like consistent tag stories. And as much as this is a company that does not need tag, like more championships, the women should be fighting for a reason. If you're going to be a team in what's a competitive environment, what are you competing for? Right? If this is supposed to be sports based. <clears throat> why would I bother teaming with someone if there's nothing to win on the other side? You know what I mean? Like, it's just that simple. It's actually why the WWE created their women tag team championships. Cause that was the argument that Sasha and, and Bailey brought forth was we're constantly in tag team matches together and there's literally nowhere to go with it. How much can you compete blindly in all these teams so consistently with no finish line? What's the point of becoming a good tag team or cohesive tag team if there's no finish line? And that's what I keep feeling with, like, Thunderstorm. I love them together. I wish they had something together. You know what I mean? It just feels like a way to keep the women, the woman's champion on TV without giving the woman's champion something to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's frustrating. Because yeah. if Thunder Rosa is going to be in constantly tag matches should either be one of those two-man power trip kind of concepts where I got the world title and I want your tag title because fuck you guys. Or mm-hmm. people should be hunting her down constantly trying to get that title off her. There should be a target on her back, right? Why does nobody mm-hmm. want her title? Nobody wants it. The title's almost become an afterthought. Mm-hmm. It looks like it to the I roster. Think... You know what I mean? Like just from a storyline perspective, nobody wants it. The only, I think the only title anyone would want is they want to be the one that beats Jake Cargill. Mm. Yeah, that's the only person hunting. Because mm-hmm. she's that bitch. Yeah. Or well, whatever. <laughs> or whatever. That's getting old. Yeah. Yeah. But I did like the match. I did think it was good. Um, Probably one of the best or better Britt Baker matches I've seen. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I laughed when I saw Rebel come out. Like, do we need Rebel? Come on. I just laughed being like, God damn, free money has got to be the best. She has been getting free money for three years. She's done like what? Actually, 
was pretty funny with that with her where he was like accompanied by eventually rebel and i was like that's right. okay that's pretty funny that's yeah, pretty she funny yeah. she didn't come out yeah. on time even she's their valet oh. and was late <laughs> and with no storyline reason oh. just comes running out sorry you know she does have a backstage job though what she do she's the head of the glam squad really Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why they brought her in to begin with. Good on you, Rebel. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Yeah. You do you, Rebel. You do you. Hell yeah. There was her and another person, and yeah. And then they have another one now. They have two others. I don't think they're very good. That's just my opinion. Not like I'm clamoring to go back into doing that stuff anymore, but but yeah, I know what I want to do. No, yeah, but Uh, I don't know anybody enough to kiss Tony's butt for me to get that job that I want. (laughs) Do you guys think they're going to do a women's tag championship at some point? Yeah, it's inevitable. Do you think they're going to make one so that way Jamie and Britt can be the first ones to hold it? Probably. Probably. That's what it feels like to me. Someone counted up how many uh, championships were shown on AEW TV at any given time. And they uh, mm-hmm. their final number was 20. Uh, but they missed the AAA world title when Kenny had it. And they missed the NWA women's title. And so I was like, oh, it's like really like 22 titles have been on there and defended on there at some point. I don't know. Part of it was the pandemic and stuff. But still, it was kind of crazy to think about especially given the amount of shit people give wwe they say wwe has way too many championships but they keep their championships separated by brand right now obviously being the exception with roman and the usos having both but then also realistically that cuts your titles down in half right you have the undisputed championship for men and tags you have the intercontinental and the united states but they're isolated to their shows so i mean each show has one world one second one tag that's three you know, it's three per show. And then on NXT, they have their three per show because they have their world North American and tag. And then the women obviously have their world and tag. So you have separate divisions really split up. You're really talking about like five titles per show. AEW, because it's not split up, you have 22 titles that show up whenever. And I'm like, Phew. I kind of hope whenever they do something with ROH that they keep it pretty split. Keep the division good, like keep it apart, so that way it doesn't feel so cluttered. Because I think that that's part of the reason it's cluttered is they're trying to keep ROH on people's minds. <laughs> keep you Wheeler Wheeler Yuta off of, you know, AEW TV then, because he's the ROH only one. Yeah, he's the only one right now that has the crossover. Claudio not as much so, but Wheeler Yuta has a lot of crossover. Yuta FTR. Um... Samoa well, Joe, yeah. not as much as you would think. Nope. You think they'd use the shit out of Joe. Joe's probably like, I'm only doing Ring of Honor. I ain't doing shit. Yeah, yeah. Joe's all like, look, I'll come for Ring of Honor, but I'm not coming for AW. Dad. <laughs> Dad, he's like, probably thinking, everyone wants me and Punk. Well, that motherfucker has to come over here. Oh, wait, he can't. Yeah, that's right. What are you going to do? Put Cole Cabana back in AEW? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Lunar's Lunar coming through the chat. Cheers to Lunar. Woo! Surprised he didn't text me during SummerSlam. He was the type to. Yeah, he got some new gig. He didn't bring me along with him. We're never talking again. Just kidding. Just kidding. Nice. Uh, what about, let's see. The next thing that came up with was, was Powerhouse Hobbs in action. He uh, beat the shit out of Ren Jones, which is good because that had to happen. Uh, Ricky Starks came running out. Looked like he really sucker punched Hobbs in the mouth. Like he caught one good. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. caught one and Hobbs like grabbed him and slammed him. And that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as he walked out, Hobbs called him a little bitch. And I was all mm-hmm. like, oh. Wow. Hobbs, also, Hobbs also spit blood. Yeah. Oh, so he did then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch. Well, <clears throat> it, did, now did you you caught the Hobbs's entrance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Getting kind of that Cody treatment. Yes. Yeah. It was really. It was interesting. I'm like, that is how high. They are with Will Hobbs, yeah. which I think is fucking great. I mean, yeah. who the fuck get uh, Wardlow didn't even get an ent- doesn't get ent- didn't get an entrance like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that they, if Tony was a smart man, not insulting his intelligence. Well, yes, I am insulting his intelligence. It's worth doing from time to time. But- I think he should see that he will make more money off of a Will Hobbs than he ever will with Wardlow. Mm. Because to be quite honest, I think Wardlow's really dry without MJF. Let's go there. And that feud. It's boring. I'm not at all interested in him and Lee Soul and all this other crap. Not interested at all. Mm. I'm interested in now seeing you know we keep making ricky look like a bitch what's gonna happen with it bad thing that i hate is we're probably building up to all out and i'm against this mm-hmm. because i don't think the chicago fan base deserves that fucking match mm-hmm. they do not fucking deserve that Pro Wrestling Tees does not deserve to be in the front row for that fucking shit. Mm-hmm. They do not. It's entitlement that's being handed. That that match needs to happen somewhere else. Another pay-per-view. But not all out. I don't think they're going to wait. And I'm not saying that because I, couldn't, I didn't get a ticket and whatnot. But part of me is kind of like, I do not want to go into that arena unless I have this exact same kind of ticket I had when I saw the when I saw all in. I know that's snobbery, but you know what? No, because even a lot of those a lot of the usual suspects, pro wrestling teams, they weren't even in the front row. They didn't understand how I got in the front row. Because <laughs> I bought it at face value. Hmm. But <clears throat> I don't think that they deserve that. 
I don't think they'll wait. Just sucks. I think they'll they'll throw it on Rampage, which will be no. Shitty. They 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 can't do that. I mean, they really should not do that. I mean, if you're trying to build, they should put it on Dynamite. If they do, don't do it in a pay per view. It should be on Dynamite, and it you should know, be the main be on event. Put it on Dynamite. But, you don't even have to wait that long for a pay per view. Just as no, long as it doesn't end up on Rampage. Do not put it on Rampage. No. Put it on Dynamite. Let it kick <laughs> off the if... and let them go all out. Give them 20 minutes. Yeah. Let them give you a freaking match and let's go with that. My fear is, already... is a throwaway match that's a squash and they just make Ricky look bad. That's my fear. <sighs> that's my fear too. That's That'd my fear so too. Bullshit. And if they do, then <clears throat> everything that I ever ever thought that Ricky Stark's run in AEW is true. Everything I thought about it from the get-go. From the moment he wrestled Cody. Yeah. yeah it it's shitty. So it's oh. it's one of these ones of you know you if he does if Tony does not do this correctly, he's basically fucking up two people's careers. And you cannot wipe that kind of shit stain off. Hey, if it doesn't work there, NXT. NXT. No, if well, I think that actually this was something that I kind of was talking about with Marsh. So I'll just make it public. Honestly, I thought it was very interesting that Ricky wasn't on social media. Mm -hmm. Um he did just wipe up once, you know, he's like at, you know, Starcast and blah, blah, blah. But it was very interesting to me because I'm like, he's always going on lately about how, you know, Cody's one of his mentors. Well, where was what's Starcast? Timing's very interesting as far as I know. And I'm pretty sure Ricky's got the kind of shit that would make Hunter do a double take now. And if Tony fucks up, that's who would come a calling. And I would not blame him one iota for, you know, saying fuck it and going over there. I wouldn't. And I don't think he'd even be on NXT. That's the kind of person that, you know, why are you going to do that? You're just going to piss him off. So just send him to the main roster because he's that kind of person you can do it to. And if you I don't think, trust it, you know, put him there for a month. But I think that's part of the reason why you would put someone on NXT is because it would piss them off. You want to make sure you don't have a bunch of hotheads and big egos that aren't willing to, to quote, play the game. He's going right? to have it either way. He's I think that... have it either way. And I think that also one of the things that AJ always said is that part of him always wished he had gone through NXT because there is a lot different about doing TV wrestling and doing WWE TV wrestling that he thinks that going through NXT and knowing the method in which they do their TV would be really, really helpful. He just happened to just be AJ fucking Styles and can pick it up, you know, and he had been doing Ring of Honor and TNA or not Ring of Honor, but he'd been doing like TNA and them for like 15 years, like. He had a he lot did of Ring TV. Of Honor. He did do Ring of Honor, right? And then JPW Ooh. and Yeah, so like he done a lot of TV wrestling. Ricky hasn't done much TV wrestling, realistically. 
NWA's YouTube wrestling, and it's shot way different than any other TV. AEW, he's getting a little bit here and there week to week, but not a lot and not consistent. Like, I don't think it would be bad for him, as much as it might hit his ego a little bit, I don't think it'd be bad for him to do a few months in NXT to understand their thing, do a single run, and then move on, you know? You might even love it there, so. Yeah, it's true. He could be the next Ciampa. Maximum male model. Yep. He titillates uh, juices. He, uh, I can see it now. He's like, I fucking wrote the book on this shit. Come on now. Yeah. He'd be like, Yeah, I absolutely titillate the juices, so it's perfect for me. Yeah, I'll do it. Hey, you want to get me interested in that damn thing? Put Ricky in it, and I will be instantly convinced. I love yep. Ricky. That's just Ricky like, bring LA Justin's juices. Since the day I saw him in NWA, I've been a Ricky Starks mark, and I am freaking. I I I want to see more for the guy. I'm tired of just like seeing like random appearances and then not seeing him. I'm not wasting my time watching Rampage. I'm not gonna go freaking try to find him if he's on Dark and all that other nonsense. Like, put him on the main show and let me see more Ricky Starks. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. You got no business on that other stuff. I've been Especially when you see the shit they put on. Been saying that since 2017. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I first saw him. Right. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I'm excited to see that match. Because I think that there's a little bit of animosity between the two of them. Mm-hmm. That shit's real, okay? You know, Ricky the Hot, he's on it. Who are you telling you that shit? And I know that because everybody backstage is so high in fucking Hobbs, and they're not, they're nowhere near as high as, as on Ricky as they are with Hobbs. That that gets Baba gets to him mm-hmm. by thinking, you know, I'm so much fucking better. I don't understand. Yeah, but you also can't be a whiny bitch about it. You know? Yeah. Those who can do. So, but <clears throat> I can't wait to see it. That it was interesting that he did actually really hit Hobbs very hard. I was like, damn. I don't even think Hobbs expected that either. But then again, you know. Yeah, I was bitching. But excited. I'm excited for what it could be. I'm nervous for what it also might end up being. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Darby Allen did a little video promo, iMovie style, uh, high school. Do you think breeding. that was real? No. No. No, I don't think that was a real tattoo at all. I think that Brody's was real. Brody's was real. Brody got a real one. Said, "Here lies Darby Allen." Darby Allen <laughs> was supposedly, and I guess time will tell. We'll see. I mean, it could be the lighting and the camera angle and all that, but it looked an awful lot like wet marker to me. It didn't look like a fresh tattoo, and I've got plenty of tattoos to know what it looks like, but I haven't shot them yeah, all on iMovie. Yeah. So, uh, it looked like a wet marker, so we'll see what it looks like. Uh, it'd be funny if he just starts wearing gloves instead of showing his palms. Uh, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh, and the other thing yeah. is that 
what's also funny to me is the reality of if it were a palm tattoo. Palm tattoos wear off, like literally will wear off because yeah. your skin's so rough there and because it gets so worn down all the time that if you get tattoos in your hands, they're almost invisible within like a year or two. Yeah. So it's also funny to me that he was all like, well, where's a place I could put a tattoo that will basically go away? That's where you would do it. Where Brody Lee got a legit one, it looks like on the back of his leg, that'll be there for fucking ever. Brody King, not Brody Lee. Brody King, yeah, yeah. Brody King's a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But then again, this last weekend, if you're like, oh, Brody King, what'd you do this weekend? I fucking headlined with my, I fucking led my fucking uh, metal band and fucking jumped in a pit. I'm like, if I were yeah. a, a person at that show, oh, I would not, oh, God, hell, hell no, I would be definitely afraid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to catch, I'm not trying to catch him if he's jumping at me, no. No, but people did, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, if I'm in the front yeah. row and he dives off the stage, I'm getting out of the way and he can fall. I'm not trying to catch... I wouldn't be in the front row. Yeah. No. <laughs> Have you heard God's... Well, no. His entrance music is his band. Yeah, no. No. I would not... I would be like way, way, way in the rafters safety. I don't mm. need to be crushed. Uh, the Miro thing? Did that look like anything to you guys? Uh, Is he teasing his Miro. wife? Miro. He's talking about a woman's voice this time. Yeah. I don't know. I've been waiting for her, though. Yeah, Me too. I've been surprised she hasn't I, shown. I keep thinking she's coming. Every time, like... Every time, and then I get disappointed when she doesn't. I so I think I'm giving up hope that she'll show up. I just want to know how the AEW crowd's going to react to her. Like, are they going to lose their shit? Are they just going to be like disappointed? Like, oh my god, he brought her here. Like, no, I think because she'll be rescued shit. from WWE. They're going to lose their shit. Anybody who was in mm-hmm. WWE is now in a safe place. You know what I mean? It's like you're not being tortured anymore. Whatever. Yeah. Like uh, what, four nickels already. What was it? I said, I just want him and Malachi Black already. Give it to me, I Tony. Know. Stop dragging it out. Damn it. Yeah. There's know. too many things that Tony has ADD it allows him to forget certain things, and the ones things that are the things that are really good, he totally forgets. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting. Uh, Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. Anything you oh, no. I fast forwarded that. I was barely watching. Uh, Justin, did you like this one? It was okay for what it was. Like, it's just what you would expect from Matt Hardy Christian match. Yeah. Well, Matt Hardy Christian in their fifties match. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. where they respect. Yeah, all right. And then uh, Luchasaurus came out because of the power of friendship, right? Yes. And chases Christian away. Oh, I thought that was funny. Jungle Boy came out, and the camera kept trying not to show his T-shirt. If you watch, you can see that every time he turns towards the camera, they cut the camera. Because his shirt said, Christian Cage is a pussy. Ah. 
And so he thought he was going to be clever and cool and reuse that line he said last week, but they couldn't fucking air it. And they kept cutting the thing around. And then they kept really close up shots of his face. I love it. I love children booking themselves. I kept saying, I wonder if if Luchasaurus is going to turn again. Uh, like if he's gonna rejoin Christian, because then it would then at this point I think this whole thing's a jumbled mess. Then if he turns again, if he turns, then turns, and then turns again, like this is a mess. It is the season turn, turn, turn. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that I think would the whole be the only thing he had. But go ahead. I think the second that they had Jungle Boy mysteriously become good again because of the power of friendship and i saw a bunch of people saying like hold on this is fair wait a second and they're all trying to like protect it and be like this is pretty thought out i saw a ton of people being like well i was fucking out of nowhere i said wait wait i saw a lot of people being like hold on this was one where it's all like the next week they go and through the power of friendship and you go yep nope fucking worse than i thought don't do it they shouldn't have turned in to begin with it was stupid it was stupid because even jungle boy said the fucking dinosaur was watching Cage to make sure that no one got to Cage before I did. Negating the fact that no one tried to get to Cage at all. And the only reason Cage was on TV was so he could have Luchasaurus beat the shit out of other people. So Luchasaurus is beating the shit out of good guys to make sure no one has a match with Christian Cage, which no one has a match with anyways. In other words, all this proved was Luchasaurus is too dumb to is too dumb and he believes anything that Christian says. Yes. He I just proved this guy had a master's degree. Yeah, for a master's oh, degree dinosaur, he's a moron. He loves to tell people that. He's, he's either so stupid he believes everything Cage tells him, or he's so stupid he believes everything Jungle Boy tells him, or he's so stupid he believes both of them. So he's trying he's to be really... Einstein, trying to be Einstein Barney, but he, then he just turned into Barney. Yes, Einstein Barney, without the Einstein and with the power of friendship. But he really, truly, ultimately stupid because he listens to Tony Khan. Yeah, or he believes everything Tony Khan, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when the match was even starting, I was like, "What is this for?" Like. Someone in the front row had a sign that said, uh, I played this game in No Mercy. Or I, I played ah! this match. I played this match in No Mercy. So yeah. fitting. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's fucked. Uh, Ethan Page came out. I'm not even going to say it. What did you guys think of the promo? Ethan Page. It was weird that he didn't acknowledge that he didn't see Stokely the entire time until like the last second. Yeah. It's like him screaming was like the distraction that he was like, what the hell's he doing in here? Yeah. It just makes yeah. me think if I'm someone who's going to face Ethan Page, I'd be like, oh, I just stand behind him for up to 20 minutes before he'll notice. This is perfect. <laughs> Lunar says, my friend is working on a comic for Ethan Page. I mean, oh, Ethan... wait. Lunar. Wow. Lunar. Awesome. You know, wait. So, you know, um, you know, uh, Mr. Gacy. Then yeah. that's who's that. I that's my friend who that friend okay. of mine too. He's a real. He's got some really cool shit. 
Does he? Is he the headlight comic Ooh. guy? I don't think so. No? Different guy? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lunar said yes, unfortunately. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, he also did a really cool Marty shirt, too, uh, by the way. Yeah. Did uh, Marty Squirrel, you owe him money. Apart Oops. from not, from not acknowledging Stokely for so goddamn long. Did you feel like there was any like gravitas to this promo? No, mm-hmm. just came out there and just started yelling for no reason. Yelled for no reason and continued to yell for no reason. It was kind of a boohoo, poor me, kind of a. I'm gonna ask why. That's what he said yeah. to me. I mean, I mean, literally, the guy left a really successful tag team to come over to AEW to be a singles guy, and then gets put in a tag team like. Yeah, but even like, what a clusterfuck! If you want to be any bit in kayfabe, when he's like, "Why am I not getting X, Y, and Z?" You go, "Well, you always lose. You don't talk ever, and you're shitty at this thing because you're part of a losing faction." You know what I mean? Like, from a from a kayfabe booking standpoint, you're terrible. You know what I mean? Like, realistically, his talent is much better, right? But like. For him to cut this promo was just so out. It felt like wannabe MJF, I think was what my problem was. It was, I wish I was MJF cutting the promo he cut a few months ago. So I'm going to try that now. So everyone's just trying to be MJF now? Like, what the fuck? That's what it feels like. That's what I think. And that's why you're just watching like. No, he tried to do Woe is me, Ricky Starks. That's what I thought. Ricky. No, because Ricky had much more of a, I do this, right? I'm day in, day out, which also kind of was MJF. Ethan was just like, why isn't everything handed to me? This makes no sense at all. And it's supposed to be like impassioned. And then he tried to like get the crowd over and then he tried to get the crowd to hate him. And I felt like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. It was a mess. It was like, it was bad, bad. And then by the end of it, Stokely comes out and gives him his card. And I was like, if I was Stokely halfway through that, I'd have been like, never mind. Because he was standing there for so long, like, I'm going to court this guy. And then the whole promo goes on, and you just kind of, I just felt like Stokely should just be like, eh, and walk away and be like, I, I'm wrong. I had an idea, and he said all those things. And I actually off. thought he was going to do that, leave in the middle of it. Like, yeah. It would have made more sense than leaving with him. But, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Just interesting, though, I think. I think whatever happens with Stokely and all that will be cool. Yes. I think him handpicking people, throwing temper tantrums is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I hope his new faction's called the Rugrats. If I'm honest. Yes. Um, Anna J, Angela Parco, Matt Men, and I didn't like any of the JAS stuff. Were you guys into it? Stupid. No. The, the choke on a security guard. I was like, oh, wow. You're a less interesting Wardlow. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Awful. What about the dumpster match? It was fun. Did you have a good time with it? Supposedly, yes. from what the reports say, the gun club was actually in the dumpster the whole time. They didn't gimmick anything, and they didn't protect the guys at all, and really did just throw them off that edge and let them tumble around and just hope they didn't get hurt. Yeah, that was a little concerning, big time. Yeah, I'm like, oh, 
It's terrifying when you yeah, think about it. When you're like, do they yeah, not realize that WWE makes things look good, but like don't hurt people? That whole <laughs> like, match was the, was a reference, pretty much, and that was it. That's really that's what true. it was. But it was yeah, fun. The, it was supposed to be the New Age Outlaws versus um, Cactus and Chainsaw Charlie, right? Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. It was a giant reference to that, but I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was fun. I love the I love the the acclaimed diss they made. I love the the trash day song. It was great. You like the song? <laughs> yeah, I love I love their diss tracks. I just love the acclaimed right now. Like even when they were heel and nobody was liking them, I like the acclaimed. They're great. So maybe I don't understand a diss. I'd like <laughs> you to explain this to me because I've seen Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the end all be all of rap. But I am saying that it shows the general public what rap battles look like, right? And there's a bunch of mm-hmm. other ones you can get to and find, right? But I'm just going to use the most famous one of all times, A Mile. Even in that, B Rabbit and, uh, uh, was it Top Doc? Something like that? They're going back and forth trying to make each other feel bad, talking shit about them. To the point where even B-Rabbit says, here's all the stupid, shitty things about my life. Now tell them something new, right? Yeah. What I found interesting about the Max Caster rap in this one is the amount of people I saw being like, oh my god, that Vince McMahon comment. That was crazy. I can't believe he said it. And then he goes, I'm going to beat you so bad that you retire like Vince McMahon. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's not a diss on Vince. He did retire. That's not a dig on him. He also didn't retire because he's injured. So are you saying you're going to catch your opponent in some sort of sexual allegation to force them into retirement? Like they are not connected. Right? He's an ass boy, so he would know. (laughs) But I don't think that I understand diss the way that the crowd perceives it because they heard that and they went, oh! And I go, those aren't connected. All they're saying is that if I end your career, that makes you retired. This person retired. It could have been anyone at all because it wasn't actually specific to the incident. They even then went on and uh, said that he was going to do something to the dude that would make him as positive as Joe Biden's COVID test. And everyone went, oh, again, that's a thing that happened. It reminded me of that eight miles. Tell them something they don't know about me because you can't diss me with shit that they already know. You're going to have to do something, right? Mm-hmm. He just stated a bunch of facts that no. that we already know and attributed it to a word that is a same word. Rhyme. It wasn't even quite a rhyme. It was just a connection. This is positive. What else is positive? If I Google positive on the news, what comes up? Joe Biden positive test. Okay. Positive like Joe Biden. Not that they're connected, but just that they both have the same word in the headline. And that to me made it seem so weird where I felt like it was such a flub that it wasn't topical other than it was something that had happened, but it wasn't something that was related to the same thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it could be that I'm way overthought in the thing. And I only use eight miles as an example because I thought that they played it out really well. But there was a long time I listened to a whole lot of underground rap and a bunch of diss track stuff. And I never got the feeling that I get when I listen to Max Caster. I always feel like I'm going to barbecue you like ribs. 
Okay. What the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of shit it sounds like. I grew up with a dude and he used a word once that was like so fucking crazy that we all just like stopped in our tracks. Cause he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get you so confused. Your head's going to be oscillating variably. And we all went, wait, what? And we all had to think about how it just means your head's going to move back and forth at varying speeds. Cause you can't keep up. He's looking at a fan box or something. Right. Damn. But it made sense and was connected, right? Your head's moving inconsistently because you're so fucking confused but yeah like um you're gonna retire like someone else who's retired that's what it sounded like right you're gonna be positive like Mm -hmm. another thing that's also positive it's not a diss yeah i'm confused man i just wanted to be into it i was excited for a thing and i heard that are you expecting your rap to be almost susical and have to rhyme it doesn't have to be susical. It has to be topical and related. Those two things must be related. That, those are, those things are kind of topical, though. But they're yeah. not related okay. to the thing. You retiring okay. like Vince is only a nod to Vince because Vince is retired, not because you're going to get him to retire in the same manner that Vince had to retire. No, no, no. But I get what you're saying. But you also have to look at the type of crowd that is reacting to it. Yes, that was the best part. Yeah. He said because. Ah! <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, you, you know, I don't think AEW fans are rap aficionados. Definitely. Hell, they're not even really wrestling aficionados if you want to go there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean,. I mean you gotta take the the audience there with a grain of salt because they're always the smartest people. Well, Remember, that's what made me laugh. I laughed at the lines because the crowd responded to it. That's what made me laugh. No, because no. I laughed that's because funny. I was like, "It's not connected," and they just heard the word and went, "Oh, he talked about Biden. Yeah. Crazy! What a dig." The okay. diss song they have, the diss song they made for them is good though. Like, they said something about like that, talking about how they're Billy Gunn's kids and they have Genetti genetics. And I was like, okay, well, that's kind of interesting. And then they that's said something good. about, uh, they told Billy Gunn, they told him like, Billy should have shot blanks from his smoking gun. And I was like, ooh, that's a good one. That's a good line. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Again, you have to dumb it down. For the people who don't. But those lines are great. But everything that people talked about online were the bad lines. So weird. Because they don't understand and they don't (laughs) they don't know. I told you. They're stupid. Don't know what deodorant is, okay? I mean, come on. And you expect them to like know. Do you think if he rapped with Axe body spray as a line that everyone look at each other like, what does he mean? Oh I feel oh shit, I know who he's calling out. Pretty much every dad's other older than Old Spice, world. and they're like, "What's oh. that? What is Old Spice? What does he what mean? Is this Old Spice? Is that uh, something for food?" They would have to do with <laughs> cologne and bathing in their diss wrap. Oh, I would, I would be pissing myself with laughter because I'm like, and then people would, oh, I'm like, he's talking about you. That's why I'm <laughs> laughing. <laughs> he's talking about you. 
something. You gotta you gotta look at the audience there, man. You gotta look at it because you know people like Swerve probably sitting back there like, what the fuck? It, it, these fucking no offense, like probably like fucking white people. You know what I mean? Like, no, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They're probably seriously sitting back. They don't know. You know? Yeah. So I know this was like a long time ago, but I just it just came up on my phone. Um, talking about the Chris Jericho match that we're about to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, I'll just tell you when we get to it because we're almost there. Uh, anything else about the dumpster match? I thought it was fun. I thought it was wildly dangerous to leave them in the thing, but if they're fine, then it worked. But uh, yeah. it was you a fun know. match, and I thought those guys were – I thought they were all better than I uh, realized they were when it came to actually in-ring. Well, you know, we also don't know what was in the dumpster, like if there was padding or anything, you know. Yeah. Wishmellows. I don't know. So – this is great. A couple lines by Jim Ross during this match. Bowling shoe ugly. Uh, he also said, uh, Taz said, you don't see very many matches or many of these matches. And JR said, I can think of two or three reasons why. So, oh, JR has to drink. I love JR. He's so good. Oh, yeah. Here's the line. No filter. We ain't Instagram. We'll make the ass boys retire like Vince McMahon. It's not a diss. Yeah, so it's, I don't think the I don't think the freestyle in the beginning is supposed to be a diss. It's supposed to just be a freestyle. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be a freestyle diss. I'm gonna be honest, but I hear you. It's not as well thought out as the track they laid out, which is totally uh-huh. true. But also, they have to prove these ones through Tony Khan, mm-hmm. supposedly, and uh, that's the kind of shit that might make Tony Khan laugh. Well, clearly Tony Khan's going to laugh at something that involves, you know, Vince McMahon. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Um, anything else about that match, though? No. Yeah. Uh, so we do get to Jericho versus Yuta. Uh, someone tweeted online, I got to be honest, I'm a casual fan at this point. Love Jericho and admire what he does at his age. But this match was slow and sloppy. Even my wife walked in and goes, this is terrible. Chris Jericho... <laughs> retweets it and said your wife is an idiot to which the top reply there is look man i know you're just joking and playing wrestling character here this is not a thing that you of all people get to say to anyone (laughs) because his wife was at the january 6th thing just throwing that out there um i felt like this match was unfortunate and the afterwards was unfortunate uh, on the mic. Uh, and I think that's the nicest things I can say about it. Uh, Claudio's music, when he came out, is that similar to the music he had in Ring of Honor? It's just oh, his what? music oh, okay. he's had since he debuted. Go back and listen to it uh, and, and, and reconvene at some point and tell me how it's not the stupidest music. It's like, unfortunately, awful it music. It is dumb. It is dumb. I thought that when I first heard it, I was like, what the hell are they doing to Claudio? Yeah. This is ridiculous. It's really like, it's like a child's song. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the song is. 
Um, but when I heard it, I was like, no fucking way. Um, but uh, what do you guys think of the match itself? God. Wheeler. Oh, I, think I found it. I found it. I'm going to put oh. it on the Claudio song. Okay. I don't care if we even get hit with copyright on this one. It doesn't bother me one bit. Oh, I got 15 seconds of ads first. I'm going to put those on silent. Oh, wait. I can skip it here. Skip ads. So this part's good. Just the da 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 eighteen twelve overture remixed. Mm-hmm. They call it the uppercut swing finny. Of course they would. <laughs> of course. His name is terrible. Uh, That's what his uh, fucking show name next week. What? How yeah. terrible! When I heard it, I was like, "No, what? Yeah, was Why is debut? that was his debut theme?" It's fucking da, 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 da. Is that what it was in Ring of Honor? I have no, no. idea. What no, right? No. We used it during the match with Gresham recently, but that was about it. Yeah. I don't know well, what the theme was. That was what his music was. Yeah. And I was like, what is this hokey shit? Yeah. I have no idea what his music was in ROH, so. For such a badass, even his music was good in WWE. Like, why did they pick, like, I don't know. Either way. So I felt unfortunate there. But uh, anything about Jericho versus Yuta? I mean, it kind of was exactly what we thought it was. Yuta tapped out to Jericho because he's the pure wrestling champion of the world. So, of course, he would not be able to out-wrestle Jericho. So now Jericho's going to face Jon Moxley, who took his sweet-ass time getting to the ring to save Yuta. Uh, and chasing him away, and then Jericho said, "You got it." Wrestling with a broken nose, nonetheless, which was poorly taped. Uh, and then said, "You're gonna get the lion heart. You got it." And I'm gonna stretch the shit out of you because I gotta say shit. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. Justin, what'd you think? I thought Wheeler's performance was good. Yes, because I, I, I love Wheeler. I love Wheeler. You. But, like, I'm over this Chris Jericho bullshit. Jericho's not putting over anybody. It's just Jericho going out there and putting himself over anymore. Like, like I had people telling me literally last night, like, saying, hey, it's just Jericho putting over younger talent. And I'm like, no, it's not putting over younger talent. Jericho's just suppressing talent at this point. He's not... Giving anybody, yeah, so what? He had a good performance in there, but it's like, wouldn't beating Jericho build younger talent more than having Jericho just beat them all the time? Like, it's not, the whole match just felt, was fucking pointless. Jericho was already having the match at Quick by the Lake, and now they're just like, oh, let's just make sure he has a match to 
solidify that he's going to have a fucking title match. And it was just so dumb. I think that was my biggest problem with the idea of the match happening was that the match was already set. And then all of a sudden there was just a match here. So Jericho could beat Yuta. And I didn't yeah. feel like it did much for Yuta, even though there was like a low blow at some point that was supposed to protect them. It just made him look dumb. And it just felt like there was no reason for this. We could have avoided this match. There's no reason that Yuta had to take the loss other than Jericho wanted to have a win over Yuta. It seemed like it was weird. Yeah, there was a low blow earlier, and I, that, if that was the ending, I can understand. Yeah, he cheated to win, but it's like true. one clean, one he beat him with the lion tamer, clean in the middle of the ring. Like, yeah, it Minute just doesn't. Later. Yeah, it doesn't. It, if the match had ended on the D, on the on the low blow, it would have made sense. But it was like it kept going after the the low blow. So it's, it's true. that whole thing of AEW with their matches of this whole oh this should be clearly the ending, but we're just gonna just get this little bit in here and then that's the ending like yeah yeah i, I just I felt like it was a bummer for you to are you at least like... a little more excited about jericho versus moxley not really yeah me neither i'm still not into the interim title thing i th still think that's stupid i hate the like this whole punk still holding the title thing is so stupid, especially if there's like no timetable for him to come back. Like, why does he still have the title? He broke his toe. When? Whatever. Which is also funny when you think about it. He broke his toe, so he's out. And Jericho with a broken nose is winning matches to get into a match for the title. Mm -hmm. like you're watching someone with a literal visual broken thing that we can see like it's kind of funny yeah, somebody told me it's long term story because they've had this story going on with this and it's like yeah but Blackpool Combat Club wouldn't even be involved in this if they didn't like weren't associated with Eddie Kingston so it's like Eddie's just kind of Eddie kind of drug them into this situation so they're kind of that's how they're just involved in this story now and the yeah, story like isn't Eddie that Eagles. interesting anymore the story's not that interesting it's just it's now got to a never-ending state and i think it just needs to kind of be wrapped up yeah 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 everything oh on that? i have uh information about claudio castagnoli's ring of honor he's had quite a few of them Okay. Like I remember, he was coming out to like Peter Gabriel, <clears throat> Sledgehammer. That's funny. At one point, nice. uh, but he's had like six different ones. Obviously, he had one with me and Hero, were the tag champs, the Kings mm -hmm. of Wrestling. They had a custom one, but he did right before that one of his last his last themes was the 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 eighteen twelve overture. Okay. So they just made it like anime goofball. Which okay. um, is kind of stupid. But. Well, I don't think you should have used it originally, but at least there's a reason why they're using it now. And I had a feeling it yeah. had to be that. Because when I heard it and it was so bad, I thought this has to well, be a play on the Ring of Honor. It has to be. Well, because I was thinking more of like, because when I remember Claudio, it was either King, the Kings of Wrestling, which doesn't make sense unless you're in tag team Chris Hero, or it was um, Sledgehammer. Uh, he used quite a bit. He used this one that was a really cool version of it, and then it ended up being going to the original, like the Peter Gabriel mm. thing. Gotcha. But yeah, but I will say that, um, yeah, 
one person who I think if he were to ever come back to wrestle, only because I miss his theme song, it's Chris Hero's theme song. Yeah. Chris Hero ain't nothing to fuck with. He's good. He's so no. Good. I just miss Chris Hero. I do too. Uh, I do too. That's yeah. one guy I think Tony Khan really should have brought. You want someone to be a good, you know, like kind of that mentor kind of trainer kind of person in the back, yeah. especially with not having ring water. He should have brought Hero back in that capacity. That would have been amazing. Yeah, he could have booked Ring of Honor. Uh, anything about about that? Or you want to talk some NXT? Let's talk some NXT. 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 Uh, I'll be honest. I like even looking at the card. I was like not like thrilled with the idea of some of it. Uh, oh. but it ended up being like a fucking good show. I thought. Like, oh I yeah. Was in it. And I watched it before AEW, so it wasn't even like I was soured or sensitive, you know? Sometimes I'll watch him in a certain order, and you go, did I like this more because I saw the other thing? Not the case this time. It did open up Fatal 4-Way, Toxic Attraction versus Caden and Katana versus Valentina Feroz and Ulisa versus Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley, Fatal 4-Way Elimination Chat for the vacant NXT Women's Tag Team Titles. Ultimately won by Caden and Katana. I thought this whole match was sick. Every woman in there looked badass. It was good. It was really good. I was also shocked about Valentina and Yolisa. They're good, and you always forget how good they are till you see them. But they did a lot really smooth in this one. Like, they were really impressed in this, to me. Mm -hmm. I just love how sloppy like at first but now they're growing on me a lot yes mm-hmm. i don't know also, if I... just like seeing them hang around with sangha yeah that. yeah i don't love that their yeah. gimmick is that they kind of dance and then that's kind of their thing like the way that they just dance yeah. at people but this merely made me think like there's a, a lot to them as a tag team potentially yeah Absolutely. Um, yeah uh and then they finally put it on caden and katana it's about time Mm-hmm. underdogs yeah. of the tag team the the longest running women's tag team i think in the history of wwe at this point probably they've been a tag yeah. team for years mm-hmm. without breaking up they definitely been together they so really long. got a new mm-hmm. name yep yeah and they stayed think... together even at that point you know what i mean like that's something else you would expect someone got a name change you think they would split them but they didn't like they yeah yeah go ahead uh amanda no yeah, this was this made me so happy. I was like, oh, thank God that they they did this. Um, and what I also really loved about this match too was how well that Toxic Attraction made ever how good they made everybody look. It was yep. really a testament to how great they are. And I'm like, yeah, kind of you know, it'd been cool if they were third time chance. But you know what? I think the right team won deservedly so. And it's been a long time coming for them and i'm really excited about it so i hope they have a a pretty decent reign um i really don't want to i hope it's not short for them because they really deserve to be on top for a little while yeah absolutely my one little disappointment with the match though was like was was yulisa and valentina getting eliminated first like 
Yeah. You kind of want a toxic attraction to go first, just to let mm. the teams that mm. just to let the teams that should get some shine get a little bit more because it felt like Yulisa and Valentina were just starting to kind of show out in the match and then they were gone. It was like, damn, really? Yeah. You could have just let them get more time. Like Toxic Attraction could have gone first and let the yeah. rest of them just do their thing. Yeah, but they're the one team in there that you knew wasn't going to win, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're just such a new team that we've only seen a little bit of. And by leaving mm-hmm. Toxic Attraction until the end, you just have a looming shadow of doubt that they're that they're going to put it back on Toxic Attraction because they are that dominant and that important to a lot of their stories that when it comes down to like a Caden and Katana, you start to really want Caden and Katana to win this one because you go, oh shit, are they just going to put it back on Toxic Attraction? Was this all for Toxic Attraction? And then you start to really get behind them. And Ivy and Tatum, you could totally see them doing it to put over Diamond Mind, but I would almost say Caden and Katana are more of underdogs than Ivy and Tatum, even though Ivy and Tatum are a newer team. Um, They're just the team that doesn't quite ever get there. And so I think the match was so good and emotional at the end and at the finish because they let Toxic Attraction and Caden get all the way to the end. Yeah. You know, emotionally, that's why we got what we got, I think. And it was sick. And when they won, everyone loved it. I'm so happy for them. We've been saying for a while that we wanted them a, a, a run with the tag titles. It was sick. I don't, think, match was I don't, I don't think I've seen anybody who hasn't said that. Like, it's about damn time. Yeah. 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 I remember even I... when um, when Roxanne and Cora got the titles. I think at the very least we said, man... Why isn't it Caden and Casey? Why aren't they getting shot? Like, they're overshadowed again. Like, so, mm-hmm. but you don't get a good underdog story if you don't get screwed over a few times. So, I also don't hate that that's how we got there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Dan O'Brien wasn't getting WrestleMania 30 by winning the whole way there. You know what I mean? He had to get screwed mm-hmm. out of a yeah. lot. But, that's thanks Dan O'Brien. It was fucking cool. It was really fucking cool. Yeah. Carmelo and Nathan Frazier. I like that um, Vinci was coming out and Frazier just mm-hmm. runs past him and that fucking selfie <laughs> shot just freezes as he's running up to him and like slides in. <laughs> that so made me laugh. So good. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Carmelo's got yeah. in competition right now like i love it i love it he's got frazier he's got wesley he's got giovanni vinci he's got Mm -hmm. apollo Cruz. like so much fantastic competition right now yeah that's a stacked a stacked middle division another multi-person ladder match at the next take or like takeover-esque show make it happen they Mm -hmm. could they could for sure do you think, Absolutely. and I know we say this every time, but just to circle back a little bit, by getting the tag titles on Caden and Quintana, do you think that this is any indication that potentially we get Toxic to actually move up? Because I think mm-hmm. with the addition of Bailey coming out with Dakota Kai and Io Sky, 
I think that opens up a whole world of potential call-ups, other factions, potentially, especially with a, a three-woman team like that. We don't have a lot of teams as it is. Like Alaska or Alexa and Asuka have uh, teamed a little bit. Nikki and Dewdrop are like an on-again, off-again, on-screen team. Like they're together, but you just don't see them much. Bailey coming up with two. That's the only women's three team that we have. Mm. It really made me think you might get Toxic Attraction as an antithesis to them. But they're all bad guys, so that's tough to say. So, heel versus heel doesn't well, always have to be a bad thing. That's true. Mm-hmm. Plus, that's true. I, I, think, I think they're overdue for a call-up now. I think it's time for it. But, like, I don't know how long Mandy's title run is going to go, so. No, I think. I think Zoe's gonna gonna take it off of her. I don't think so, sadly. But we'll get to that when we talk about it. Alright, we'll get yeah. there in a bit. We'll get there in a bit. Uh let's see. So just in general, Carmelo Hayes and Nathan Frazier I thought was awesome. I'm amped for if they have a rematch, I'm amped if we get Giovanni Vinci and Nathan Frazier, that's gonna be nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I think I'm excited. Yeah. In my own sick, twisted mind, I was waiting for a trick to just kind of go, what about me? Yeah. Uh, In my own sick, twisted mind. But that's just me. Mm, The contract signing thing between Brown Breaker and JD McDonough. I thought Braun came off a lot better in this than he has the last couple promos. I mean, he's still crazy and intense. But he made sense. It didn't look totally done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was fine, really. It was just... I don't know. The whole thing with JD last week, like, to me, it just didn't do it for me. Like, his whole... I'm a doctor. I could break your bones right here, like, but I'm not going to do that. And I was like, that's just a weird segment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last week was super weird. And the last couple promos with Braun, he just kind of sounds stupid. And so I was all like, what are we doing here? But this one Mm -hmm. felt like they pulled back a little bit and we're all like, okay, let's, what if you don't sound dumb? You know what I mean? Like, they made him sound like defending champion and not just a dumb guy out there just being like fuck i'll fight whatever i'll fight i'll fight a wall and you're like okay don't fight a wall (laughs) yeah okay yeah uh and then the uh it's not gonna end in violence but it will in blood and then jd mcdonough kind of signs with the blood from his finger kind of a nice crazy touch gross cool but pretty neat yeah that's a weird another intenseness that's kind of kind of weird but it's cool at the same time yeah you know (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, i'm all for that i could have sworn there was a wesley promo that i'm not seeing notes on here i think there was but i'm not sure i I don't know because i was like in the middle of dinner and so I kind of was like, mm, and was yeah. half paying attention to some of the promos, yeah. which I felt I was like it was like, short. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. 
on the Tiffany Stratton one, which I think was after the Mandy Rose mm-hmm. match, but there was a mm-hmm. Tiffany Stratton video package where she was talking shit on Wendy and talking about mm-hmm. how everything she does is pretty and she was able to do some of her gymnastics there and they kind of cut them back and forth. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. The ending oh. kind of got me stuck on yeah. with her whole, yeah, where she just kind of like does the flip, lands on her and then she's like, it's time to go shopping. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that Tiffany Stratton's a perfectly formed character. I think that that's ready for the main roster. Like, oh, hell yeah. And I think that she's clean enough that she could figure it out as she goes. Like, I don't know why she's still down there. Like, put her on a main roster, put her out there with, like, you know, seasoned vets to help her get through a match. Mm-hmm. No problem. You know, I know with the maximum male models or something. I'm interested to see what they're doing with Wendy, though. With this whole, like, she woke up on the wrong side of the bed thing. Like, that's kind of yeah. interesting. I, I I put it out there as a thing of like, have her play off the Mei Ying thing. Have her switch mm-hmm. between like the characters. Have her be Mei Ying, but have her also be Wendy Chu, like. The, the sleepy kind of funny character but then have her also come out as herself like just as plain as herself and just kind of do like the Sue Young thing and just kind of switch between characters like have the her... Susie and the um yeah like, I'd like to yeah. see Wendy pull that off that'd be kind of interesting like mm-hmm. have her go ahead, like just show up in front of everybody like normal but then like she'll occasionally show up and she'll be the the sleepy kind of funny character but then it's like when she gets ready to have a match with somebody she comes out looking like Mei Ying and I would just be like okay we know what happens happens. when Wendy wakes up this is what happens when Wendy wakes up on the wrong side of the bed she gets possessed by a demon yeah yeah must have had a nightmare that'd be a weird callback but it makes sense though and that would be ultra cool yeah, I'd sure. be I want to see it so bad. I got no problems with yeah. it. Uh, what do you think of Mandy Rose versus Saray? <sighs> to be brutally honest with you, Mandy just kind of bores me. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. Like, I just, I can't get over, I can't just get invested in Mandy like I haven't been invested in her in like a long time and it's like it has this toxic attraction just hasn't done it for me so Mm -hmm. it was like I I like Saray so much it's like we don't even see her anymore she had her whole little venture over in NXT UK and it was like damn more Saray come on yeah I think I feel like that was the problem here was that there was no belief that Saray had a chance the match wasn't bad, but it wasn't, like, fantastical. Like, it was good. They both did good. But <laughs> there was no moment where you're not thinking that this is just moving past it, you know? And so mm-hmm. it was a, it was almost a bummer because of that alone, that you go, ah, if I'm going to see Saray, I'd rather we be building her. And it's not mm-hmm. like it's a bad thing to have a match with the champion, right? Like, when Roxanne showed up and in the first week or two she had a match with a champion it was like this is great she won't win but this is great because it's the first time we're seeing her we're putting her on that level mm-hmm. we've seen Saray enough that we don't see her on that level already and this didn't yeah. put her there you know what I mean it's weird out of all the Joshi women NXT has she's kind of like the 
the weakest booked. Right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is kind of disappointing. And they've done so well with so many, realistically. Yeah. yeah. Oscar, it is a little weird. Yo, and now you got Saray, and it's just, even Mako, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just got Saray, and they're just like, oh, well, we can't do the same with her. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. Just gotta turn into a schoolgirl to a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe Stark yeah. did come out. That was a cool little thing. Ducats and an Axiom, I thought was a better match than I thought it would be. Yeah. Duke Hudson's growing on me a lot. I like Duke Hudson now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't think I care a lot about the Axiom character. I don't. I don't really love masks where I can't see any of their face at all. Yeah. It's really difficult to emote. Um, mm-hmm. Even generically, like you can see like, chunks of his face. You know. It looks like it plays see. against him a lot in his matches. I feel like it does. He just comes off as like the THQ character in fucking NX and N64 games. Yeah. Where you go? Yeah, he's good, but like, I don't give a shit. Sucks because he's really good, so <laughs> yeah. I want to give a shit. Plus, he was like a kid, right? In NXT UK, yeah, yeah, and he was awesome over there, heritage champion, and everything. I thought he had a terrible name and I wanted it changed, but that's a kid under there, yeah, it's a kid, yeah, jeez, yeah, yeah, he's so good, but it's like he feels like so. I don't know. It's you weird because like, wasn't he very technical? He was very technical. Now it's yeah. like he puts on a mask and now he's just all pure high flyer. And I'm like, that is bizarre. Too, yeah. No, yeah. no, I don't. I don't like that at all. Now that I know who that is under there, I'm like, oh, no. They did the no. reverse generico. They took a dude who had a good look and charisma and put him in a mask. Where with generico, they took a dude who was in a mask who had a good look and charisma and said, get out of that fucking mask. <laughs> you know yeah I that's a shame it's a shame yeah it's a bummer oh here's the Wesley thing yeah he was talking about the Muhammad Ali thing with Trick and said that that's not yeah. that's not you know the same thing so it was really good uh, Creed Brothers and D'Angelo oh yeah 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 the Mob Boys I had a hard time carrying the Creed Brothers are so bland to me <laughs> they're good, but they're so bland, like charismatically. That I go, okay. They're in a faction with Roderick Strong. Come on now. Yeah, they come off kind Roderick, of goofy. It's drive. a little. Yeah. I love uh, Roddy, but my God, he is literally I just where he just is like he's the problem right now, and he's just coming up with every <laughs> excuse possible. That's kind of fun. To yeah. freaking protect himself. And I'm like, damn, Roddy, come on. Like, it's like, maybe he's trying to hold off till his contract expires. I don't know. But it's like, I've said it on our show multiple times how Roddy doesn't fit in AEW. He won't fit in AEW. No. That's what I'm saying. He needs to go somewhere and be by himself. Like, mm-hmm. put him on impact, put him on something. Yeah. Bring him back to Ring of Honor, goddammit. Yeah, he could be Roddy and Ring of Honor those days, man. Roddy had some purpose. He's yeah, so... Ring of Honor, Reseda, PWG. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, it did. There. 
it did harken back to the return of Escobar, which which perked me up. Uh, I do think D'Angelo is mm-hmm. awesome. I also think it hurts Brutus for them to do the Brutus smash thing. It makes him sound dumb to me. Brutus smash. I'm all like, mm. I thought he was supposed to be more technical. That sounds not yeah. technical. Uh, but we have the return of Escobar. So the Creed brothers win and it gets all exciting. And then, yeah, there's the call and all that. Escobar says, you know, it's not going to work with us. So we'll get another round of Escobar and D'Angelo. But maybe that means we get one of those teams moving up after that. I hope so. Well, yeah. Actually, when you think about it, as much as we've said that Escobar is somebody that that Vince should love, we know Escobar is somebody that Triple H loves. Oh yep. my god. So and we know that LDF mm-hmm. as they stand is a group that Triple H put together. Mm-hmm. We could get LDF on the main roster running havoc the way that they ought to. Oh my gosh, that would be so amazing. Yes. I'd start watching. I'm already waiting to start watching uh some of that main roster now with a lot of these moves that you know, after even seeing some of um SummerSlam, I was like I, I I can I can you know I could watch this project led by Triple H. I thought we could. If you hadn't watched much of SummerSlam, watch like just the first match and the aftermatch. It's Beth, Becky Bianca and then the Bailey thing. Just watch that first half. Oh hour no, I show. saw that. I saw that. I was like, holy shit! Did you watch the match? I though? was like, mm-hmm. Their match was incredible. Yeah. Then of course I I watched a couple matches and then I came back. And the fucking tractor, I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, who, who who, probably, like, what children right now went and tried to go grab one of their old, like, like, tra- like Tonka tractors and their little ring that they have? And, yeah. yeah that was, that's exactly that what Kev said great. on our other show, was that it yeah, reminded uh, him of his kids fucking up their toys. It was great. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the new attitude with Cora Jade? Her backstage thing with uh, Mackenzie and with uh, um, Mandy. Are you not buying it, Justin? Yeah, no, I've I'm out of this Cora Jade stuff. Like I'm all out on it. They 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 flubbed it from day one. Like I don't think there's anything that can really save this. That heel turn, just it it ruined it. It does. It still doesn't make any sense looking at it. Yeah. Like it's doesn't. I'm, I just can't like no story at this point. Like it just doesn't li- listening to her talk anything of story. Why she tries to say to it. I just look at it and go, but it doesn't make sense why it's happening. Like, yeah, you literally pulled the titles and then turned your back on her and pretty much said, and pretty much vouched that the only reason why you're jealous of her is because you guys won the tag titles together. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No. Yeah, for, the motivation is not there. For months trying to beat Toxic Attraction, and you finally do it, and you're just like, I am jealous of you. Like, what the hell sense yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. I do think her delivery is good. I think the writing is bad. You know what I mean? Like, looking at Cora, I think we still have a long career of someone who's going to do amazing things. But yeah, this story makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> not a lick of sense. Uh, Joe Gacy Brooks Jetson dude 
What are they having Brooks wrestle in? These cutoff shorts and cowboy boots. The belt buckle. It looks so stupid. It looks ridiculous. And he's not even like that bad in the ring. Like, why has he got to look like a fool? Because he is the fool of the tag team. That's why. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Come on, they literally they literally had him after he freaking hurt his hand. Literally, were telling a story about the fact that he couldn't, you know, do what he wanted to do with his hand. You know, like come on. Yes. Oh yeah, that was all dumb. Uh, but Joe Gacy, I thought was pretty dope. I like the seeing a little bit with the dyads and stuff. I'm liking the mm-hmm. creepiness that they're bringing to that. I don't know why it's got to be against these dudes with the tag title that's for the UK, but. You know, you guys got to have something to do. But I think AC is just so good. He is really good. That smile, he, it just gets oh, me yeah. every time. I'm like, oh, he Jesus. Me. It, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he is. And then he put then, that uh, picture of him in an alleyway, in a dark alleyway of just him smiling. And I went, I'm going to have nightmares because of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Straight up. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I'm like this. My night's ruined. Thanks. Uh, And also the fluidity of him. Like at the end of the match, when it was all kind of like everyone was coming in and and distracting, and it was like, oh, this isn't going to work kind of a deal. And it was was a mess, right? His way of running away and running back and hitting the ropes just right and being in the right spot, like it was just so fluid and smart. Like it looked so good. I was really, I was impressed with that bit. Uh, let's see, Alba Fire. Her match was good against Last Legend. I don't have any complaints about that, but I don't have much to say about yeah. it either. No. Maybe I think Alba Fire could hold was, the title soon. Yeah. Was this the first time she came out with the the, the bat that's no. on fire on one end? She does all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, don't know why I, like it really stood out to me. Maybe because I was watching with my glasses on and I normally don't do that. Oh, yeah. No, when they get a good shot of it, it's badass. Yeah. But I don't feel like they always get a good shot of it. That's probably why I just... She does the thing like uh, Dragunov does. Like, when he does the point over the rope like that, she does that with the bat all the time. Like, she'll come up, she'll blow it out, she'll point it over the rope like that, and I'm just like, okay. The smoke comes up. It's pretty fucking cool looking. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it. I like her name, too. I do, too. Uh, that brings us to the main event. Van Wagner versus Solo Sokoa in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I'll be damned. I did not think I would be able to just sit there eyes glued to a Von Wagner match at this current point in time. <laughs> but I thought this was fucking fantastic. And I think Solo needs to be on the main roster with the U.S. title last week. He should have been on SummerSlam. <laughs> Solo is fucking legit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't realize how much I, just like you said, like, cared to see a Von Wagner match, to be quite honest. I was like, Mm. oh. Because I contemplated not watching it. I'm like, I know it's going to be good because, you know, Soul of Sokoa, but I'm like, Von Wagner. I'm like, oh, here, I don't know. But I was a little pleasantly surprised it enjoyed it a lot and here's the crazy bit too like what three days before roman was in the last man standing match 
and they're doing this one like so close like you're gonna live up to that and i'm not gonna say Uh that this match was on par with brock and roman but i'm gonna say that as a standalone match this was fantastic and this this made the show end real strong you know Justin, any thoughts on uh, Solo with this match? It definitely exceeded my expectations, especially for a Von Wagner match. Like, I can't stand Von Wagner with a passion, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm telling I you, guy looks like Tarzan. He looks like Tarzan. I'm telling you, he is Tarzan. I did tell now producer when, she, when he first came out, I said, oh, no. She's like, what? And I was like, we're going to start getting this, uh, these uh, so easy a caveman can do it memes with Von Wagner or something about wrestling. <laughs> He looks, he looks like Tarzan, but now he doesn't have his Jane anymore. Like, yep. no. Did they give any He's reason not... on screen why uh, why the girl's gone all of a sudden? Or did they just move the fuck on? No, they just moved on. That's funny. But I was surprised definitely... that she was the one that they picked, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, but exceeded my expectations for a Von Wagner match. Yeah. I knew it was, was going to be enjoyable because of Solo. Like, they annoyed the hell out of me because I'm like, it's falls count anywhere. Get the fuck out of the ring. Like, <laughs> yeah, but a fall can still count in the ring. I know, but, like, falls count anywhere. Go somewhere with the damn match. Don't just stay in the ring. I'm like, son of a bitch. At this point, it's just a no DQ match. Like, Yeah, but, you know, you still want to win the match. So if you can win the match early in ring, that's way better for you than... Can hit with the they fucking started moving, so I was just like, okay, that's much better. And I like the little uh, whole thing with him and Carmelo too, because I'm like, does that mean we're getting back to Solo and Carmelo? Because if that's gonna happen, please. I got no problems with it. I just think that Solo's ready. I just, and I also think that he would give a shot of freshness to the Bloodline. If he showed up with the bloodline, it would add a dynamic to it that would give it a, a whole new life, I think. Not that people still wouldn't be done with them having all the titles. I get that. I'm not there yet where I feel like whoever's next, just take it, just take it. I feel like the right person, the right time. I'm ready for the right person, the right time to be soon. But a lot of people are just like, I don't give a shit, just get the titles off them. You put on the right people. But I think that Solo could be a nice distraction from some of that uh, hatred. You know what I mean? I almost feel like he'd be like better feuding with against them, not with them, sure, not joining up with them. Having yeah. him feud against them first, you know, literally he's solo, so he's walking alone. He's just like, even though you're blood, like I walk alone in this situation here, guys, just to kind of toy with him a little bit. Give him the Uso treatment. Remember, Jay Uso did that. He didn't want no part of it. And then when Jimmy showed up, he didn't want no part of it. Like. Give him the storyline that was supposed to go to Jimmy that was not able to go to Jimmy that they had to wrap up right away because of his personal issues. Give Solo that story where he shows up and they're like, hey, man, you're with us now. And he's like, I don't know, man. Like, I appreciate it, but I don't know. Like, let that be a thing. Like, I'm all for it. That's what I mean. And that would add a lot to their story as as a faction in general. Them trying to, the constant having to beat their own family into submission to accept it like fucking brutal dude be nice actually so sick and evil <laughs> <laughs> hey just have him go through his brothers at first and then just roman's like all right i'm tired of this shit i'm gonna put you in the play in 
your place right now and that's it like yeah then him and Roman yeah. fantastic be so sick dude yeah. so good uh anything else in NXT that you guys wanted to, to hit on I was really happy with this episode I liked it a lot mm-hmm. I just I confirmed my hate of uh Robert Stone yes again. <laughs> Yes. Like, yeah, dude, I don't, it's like he's like the cockroach of NXT. <laughs> like, yeah, all these people go away, they, they get rid of people, but for some reason, he just stays. Yeah. And I don't know why. And it bothers me. Yeah. yeah. It's really a cockroach. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it it I'm like sitting there, like, oh. Yeah. I can't My think of a single angle or story or segment that I've ever thought. This is better because Robert Stone is in it. No. Yeah, you know? No. And you know, the sad part is if WWE did let him go, I have a tour. I, I no, Tony can't be, oh my God, we got to get this Robert Stone guy. No. You know, yeah. you don't. No. And he could feud with, no. with Stokely Hathaway. No. Oh my God. Robert, it's an, another dry person. So Von Wagner, Robert Stone, I don't know what's worse. I'm like, two of them together, it's just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, a hard pass, right? Oh my I, God. I just I just can't. It'd be so good. No. You put you no. put uh, Robert Stone with Ethan Page. No. Oh, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, don't do that. No. No. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> no. I mean, have him, like, control Danhausen. That's how I feel. That'd be How strongly I feel about maybe my make Danhausen not as annoying. I did find it funny. Go ahead, go ahead, hit it. To piggyback off the thing that Amanda was talking about with the Zoe Stark possibly winning the title, like honestly, mm-hmm. don't know if she's gonna win the title. Like, no, I just don't think she is. I I want her to win the title so bad, but it's like I don't think she's going to. I think they're ending up putting. I still think Nikita's the pick here, and it's just like mm. my my gripe with it is like, yeah, I understand that, but why are we dragging it out? That that just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I think the battle royal should have been Nikita winning, and you could have did, like brought back Zoe some other way because if she loses yeah. this, like that's kind of i don't get what what the point of dragging it out is like at that point i think the reason it could work with zoe is that nikita's so uh uh new to all of it right zoe's got a ton of years of experience one of the reasons mandy's been on top for this long is because the character's worth worked on both sides as people are having matches with her they're getting better they're learning what happens on the big on the the big screen you know what i mean they're they're getting there zoe could teach especially if they take if they swoop out toxic attraction away if they just move zoe on they could but who do you have left who can help teach the other ones what it means to be a wwe superstar and i mean and zoe's still relatively new yes and she's only been in nxt but maybe Whereas Mandy's teaching them how to work cameras and how to bring the character and how to work the story, maybe Zoe can be teaching them how to grapple, how to be more technical, how to tell a story in your movements and between the movements and let the characters flesh mm-hmm. themselves out. Because right now, a lot of these, a lot of the, the, the women there 
have super fleshed out characters. They just need to fine tune the in ring. Like we know everything we got to know about Nikita. You're going to like her or hate her right now. The same as you will in probably two years. Like we know that character. We know Tiffany Stratton. We know Tatum Paxley. They went through that breakout tournament and gave us video packages about who these characters are and what makes them tick. But they all got to learn how to do it in ring. So if they're already getting the other side, Zoe could make a good champion to help them get tuned up and ready to move on. Yeah. I hope they would. I hope they do put it on her because I, I feel like it's like been really going through a lot of people's minds that it's literally going to be Nikita taking the title. It's like just do something different. Don't make mm-hmm. it feel like everybody's been right the whole time. Surprise us all. And I think Zoe deserves the title to to at least have a run with it for a little bit. Something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think she could be uh, a great pillar champion there. She could hold it for a long time like Mandy has and help build that women's division beneath her. You know? Yeah. Like Asuka did. For a long time, Asuka was champion and no one was getting near her. And all they were doing was slingshotting her challengers up to the main roster. And it was always that kind of funny mentality of like, she's your long-term champion, but she doesn't get called up. You know what I mean? Like this person loses. And so now they made it to the big show. Like it's just always kind of was funny that way. But when you think about it from like a business perspective, Oscar was going to stay because she was teaching them how to be slingshotted to the main roster, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think you could do that with a Zoe. Yeah. I just hope they do it because like, if they do, if they don't, like, I don't get why we waited so long to put it on Nikita. Like, if you weren't going to put it on Zoe, you should have just gave Nikita the battle royal at that point. Potentially. But she would be doing a lot of on-the-job training, and they already got that with Brown Breaker. You know? Mm-hmm. I think you need, a, I need, yeah. I think you need at least one season champ there. Yeah. You know? But, I don't know. I don't know. Anything else? Because I think, I think maybe Mandy's run wouldn't have been so long as long um with um if zoe wasn't out that long i think that's true so i was thinking about that and um possibly you could have had toxic attraction go up sooner than you know like now but i think that at the same token too that right now they need another person to have somebody kind of groom people to go over to the main roster. Like yeah. I can see if like Zoe had a program with um, let's say like Tiffany Stratton, for example, I think that that is one that could get definitely because she's so defined and she's so good that just, you know, having that little program and being able to just, boom, let, you know, put her on the main roster is that's a plus like right there that's that's one nikita i think it'll take a little bit but i think still just some polish and stuff but i think more so these guys i think she with this crop now would do a better i think that it would be a better transitional person to move people than mandy i think because mandy was more of let's really you know get these people like get them working and get them, you know, to kind of not only just build Mandy's confidence, but also, you know, get everybody else, make them look good. And, you know, maybe give to them some of the things that maybe, you know, she 
I mean, she got, but, you know, when she moved up, she wasn't confident in it. So I think that yeah. that's where, yeah, we need that. And probably a lot of, I wish very I knew few this people, way. I think. Mm -hmm. And I think that with someone like a Zoe, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a perfect person to really kind of groom in that mentor role right now, because I don't think there really isn't anybody else on that roster right now that could be like that. Yeah. Cause they're gone. Or going yeah. Hmm. yeah, only other person I think to come to mind that would work for me would be Alba Fire, but I think that her yeah. character is still being fleshed out in a lot of ways. Yeah, they're chill. I think they're still trying to work the bugs out in her character, which is good yeah. because it's been, I I think every week after week when I've seen her, you know, it's starting to okay i think this is making a little bit more sense it, it's getting mm -hmm. it's a lot more well thought out than it was at first yeah i agree i think so um the only other thing i was going to mention real quick because i just um going back to AEW for a second i thought it was really funny and kind of uh neat the way they did the taz thing where he just on commentary goes like remember how last week i didn't know anything that was happening with any of my guys well that's it for me i'm tired of this shit. we're not doing this anymore they're on their own i thought that was kind of a funny way to handle that to be like how do you break them up when they're doing this because he was also on commentary when it was all happening and they kept asking him taz what's going on with your team and he goes i've got no idea and so it's like why does he sound kind of dumb here and so it was really funny to address it the way he did where he goes look i have no idea they're doing this behind my back so that's it i'm done i'm done with them they go do their own thing. Um, but I thought it was yeah. kind of funny and a pretty pretty cool way to do that. I think Excalibur was like, why didn't you tell me that earlier? And Taz is all like, don't worry about it, man. I'll... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I couldn't. Whatever. They've got that relationship that he could do that with. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. It was yeah. Funny. But what also was kind of cool, too, was Taz did tweet um, today and... He kind of, he thanked everyone and even mentioned Brian Cage too. So I thought mm -hmm. that was pretty kind of, that was kind of cool that, you know, that, yeah. you know, he, he had that little, uh, his little faction for a little while and, yeah. and it, you know, and it worked, it was really successful and it did for everybody, you know, what it was supposed to do, not necessarily Brian Cage, but yeah is yeah. what it is i always and i do was... think that go ahead uh, i do think it's going to be really good having a hook run around with the ftw title like him inheriting his dad's title that way i think that his character being so nonchalant not giving a shit about much him having that around with him will give him a sense of purpose without too much of a sense of purpose and i think it'll be really good for him i think it's cool yes and a poetic way to put an end to team taz is you know, uh -huh. his boy took the FTW title. I hope they don't dissolve it though. Yeah. I hope Taz doesn't be just like doesn't come out and be like, just give me that back. You guys can't have this. This is a Taz thing. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, remember, we have a Battle of the Belts three on Saturday. Really? Yeah. I don't know whose belts are being. I think Claudio is the only one I know of offhand. Uh, tag playing. titles. AEW's tag titles are on the line, too. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, mm -hmm. it's, right. it's an East Who would have thought that Starks and Hobbs would be the dysfunctional two 
and implode on themselves before Swerve and, and Keith Lee. Yeah. Who would have saw that coming? I didn't. I, I did didn't not. Either. I didn't either. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody did. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, they're, they're going to get the belts. No, no. They got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Even the else? stupid FTW one. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for coming through on our double header, our late night shot. Um, yeah, thank you guys for coming and hanging out. Thanks, Justin, for coming through to the bar, having a good time, helping, you, us, helping us, helping uh, us buff it out a little bit. Uh, you can find <laughs> Justin Time Wrestling Podcast every platform except for Apple Podcast. It's called Podcast, and it's not on the original podcast. Platform. That's so like, stupid. Apple's got beef with us, you know. You know, you know what? We want the smoke. Let's go. <laughs> we want the smoke. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, tell jo- tell them uh, where they can find you online. You can find me only on Twitter at Justin Time Two One One. Follow my brother as well at Jeremy and Time Seven Two One. You can find Miss Amanda Jane with a Y. Miss Amanda, anything else you want to put over? Um. No, but you know, Justin's got you know, and his brother has a really great podcast. So you know, can't say enough about it. You know, go give them a listen, a like, thumbs up, all that other fun stuff. You can do that yeah. with us too. And if you want cool merch, we've got a real cool bunch of merch. That's true. Wrestlingontherocks.com/shop mm-hmm. for all your pint glasses and tote bags. Oh yeah, the wrestling buddy stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh. Guys, we'll be back next week. Next week may be an interesting week, so stay tuned on our Twitter as far as uh, days and times. They're, uh, they're, uh, well, there's a lot up in the air about what's happening next week. I think our Wednesday show will be intact, but our Thursday show may have to shift. So we'll see what's going on. A lot is happening in wrestling, and I want to see as much of it up front as I can. So... Stay tuned. Give us a follow at WOTR the show. I'm at Ref Marsh. This is the dive bar of the IWC, and that is the last call. Cheers. Hey, producer lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink by following and putting the I in subscribe on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks.